We're going to start today with a wee bit of the Esvid show, I think. Because simultaneously, alongside the beta battle, you are working your way up to this mining pit, this clearing, whatever it is. Whatever it is that they are doing. And as you work your way up there, uh, Renali, having some amount of magic to disguise and to hide herself, uh, explains, I do not have so much that can hide you, but I can create things. I can create distractions. Uh, should the worst happen, I can summon something big, something large, to draw attention. It will not help you get discovered, but could help us escape, at least. That would be for the best. Now, I... I do not know what is the best approach here. Do you think it is better to look with two eyes or two sets of eyes or to only have to try to hide one body. I can stay at a distance or I can come with you. I work best scouting alone and I would rather not put you in any undue danger, so stay back. Stay hidden. I will watch and listen as I can. And I, if I hear anything, I will help. But I will remain here. Best of luck, Espes. Always. So. Incredibly suspicious. What is incredibly suspicious? Oh, the. the I, Arcadis was pointing out how you basically baited Jason Bowman with a very suspicious sounding idea, which is why he went, nope, nope, not touching it. It turns out that he has been developing the Pathfinder role-playing game for, like, I don't know, a literal decade. Mm. He's Two seen, or three days. He's seen every bait that exists. <laughs> so, Esfis, based on your previous approach, you would have seen, of course, that the majority of the actual activity outside of the pit in the center of the mine was largely centered on the southern end here, mm -hmm. where there was both a fairly large fire pit that several Chiruka were congregating around, as well as a decently large group of Chiruka and Boggards near some kind of a building to the southeast. Uh, do you want to roll me a stealth check? Yes. Sir? And that's that natural the, one. That is a natural one. That's going to be the session <laughs> reroll. Nothing like welcoming back. To so we, sh back. we should we show up and just Renali's just by herself, just in a fetal position, just rocking back and forth. They came from everywhere. <laughs> Free rerolls today. That's fine. Okay, that's much better. Uh, 25. Uh, so with a 25, you would be able to sneak up relatively close through the trees here, keeping a decent amount of foliage between yourself and the area, but close enough to get a much better view of, uh, well, whichever really facet of this operation you wanted to look at. So I, I put you down here. Uh, the southern end, because that seemed to be where just the most generally notable stuff was. But where exactly 
around this camp would you be wanting to investigate? Uh, those are certainly where it just seems to be, you know, just burrow into the refuse pile. <laughs> <laughs> Pop out the other side. Tall people. I think I'm going to try to investigate towards the building first to see why there's always so much congregation around there first. Alrighty. As you work your way up through the trees here to peer out at this, you can see that though there is a decent, uh, well, there are at least some Cherokee here laying, uh, laying out, uh, at first resting or waiting on these mats out in front of the building. Uh, as you get closer, you can tell that the half dozen figures laying here actually appear to be either injured or very well sick. Uh, most of them are near motionless on these mats, clearly conscious, uh, but a couple sit there holding tender areas or even one Cheruka near curled up in the fetal position there, uh, while a group of boggards near 10, 12 of them stand around overseeing them, uh, a couple making some small efforts to treat them. Uh, but there are not nearly as many threats here as it would immediately appear. All of these, uh, these six on the mats are <clears throat> in no form to fight. Uh, they would be in no form to put up uh, any resistance. And uh, actually just for, for ease of access, you can kind of see on the actual map here, the different tokens are the ones that have that little red flare on the other token are the boggards that are actually up and around and seem to be fully capable. Uh, now, these boggards do look like they are a little bit larger and, at, at the very least, better kitted than the ones you had seen previously, the ones you've dealt with before. Each of them walks around uh, with a large staff, not terribly unlike the one that Dalren used to fight for some time underground, either across their back or out in front of them that they lean on, a simple, smooth, wooden pole. Uh, but they also bear crossbows hanging down at their sides as well. A group of them up near the front are gathered together near the corner of this building, uh, talking amongst themselves. And you don't speak. What do you speak other than common? Uh, common, elven, dwarven. So uh, you, you would not be able to understand the content of their words, of course, because at, at this point you can pretty well identify the Mwangi language. Uh, but they appear to be concerned, worried, almost, about something. And occasionally one of them will gesture or they'll share some glances over towards the mining pit itself as they continue their conversations. They're making no real effort to hide it. I mean, their voices carry clearly enough that you can hear them find from the foliage here, which is interesting in and of itself. I thought you were about to say gesturing over towards you. They're like, they got looks of concern <laughs> on their face. You see that elf over there? <laughs> <laughs> He's watching us. He seems to be watching us. Should we do something? I think He's we should... just standing there menacingly. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks we don't know if we're here, that we're here. Oh, that one, right there. Do you, you see him? Yeah, right behind that tree. <laughs> Should we shoot him? <laughs> he seems harmless enough. He seems harmless. What he's doing. The other direction. Uh, it, it seems pretty clear that uh, none of them appear to 
notice your presence he's, over here. They're pro- he's probably blind like all the other elves. But you do see, as you wait and watch for some time, a fair amount of Bogards and Shiruka both come and go from this fairly large building to their uh, to their east. They all appear to be well enough, and many of them either head down or into the mining pit itself or come out from the mining pit and head back into that building. Okay. As long as you watch, if you're here for even an hour, a couple of hours, the injured, or the compromised ones here laying on the mats, never they're never taken anywhere, they're never moved, and it barely even seems like really anything is done for them at all. They're largely just left there. Okay. Almost more guarded than being treated. Mm, okay. Well, let's see. So I have the fire pit, and there's a pit next to the fire pit? Is it a fire pit, or is it like a brazier? Uh, it is a massive fire pit. Okay. So if you were to work your way around to the west here, uh, go ahead and make me a perception check as well, I suppose. Okay. Oh, Deadly Doll wants you to put the purple one in jail. Yeah, apparently. Uh, 27. Uh, with a 27, just barely, actually, it would not be obvious uh, at all. The, the creature would be very, very hidden. But as you come around, working your way through, always alert for any kind of patrol or anything coming around, you see through the grass and the undergrowth... Uh, about 20, 25 feet into the foliage from this large clearing, a strange carpet of what look like small animal bones. Now, this is not uncommon. It's the jungle. Lots of things just, you know, end up with a nest of their food. But it's interesting for a few reasons. One, you don't hear near any sounds of wildlife in the jungle around you. It's as if the forest itself falls almost completely silent within a mile or so of this pit. And secondly, those seem to be interspersed with a bit larger bones. Uh, ones that almost look like they could be human or elven. And looking up above into the canopies as they start to rise up above this, you can barely make out a shape in a tangled mess of branches and vines. It looks almost natural at first, but a little, like, almost like a strange random pocket of density. Certainly appears to be a nest, and inside is another one of those bat-like creatures. Mm-hmm. Who fortunately also does not appear to have noticed you. But it is, de- I could definitely tell it's active it's with it being... It, it's in its nest right now and doesn't really appear to be moving around a whole lot. You're not sure if it's sleeping or feeding or what it's doing, but it's certainly alive. Okay. Let me see here. Um, can I roll a nature check to try and see if it, if, if it normally feeds at night or if it... Um, it actually would be society. Oh, it's As it is actually humanoid, not a beast. Oh, okay. Well, I have nothing for that, so... Hmm. 
Uh, is the pile of bones close by that I can look at it and make a medicine check to kind of determine? Uh, it's it's underneath this nest, kind of just strewn across about ten foot area, just like they were dropped casually out around this trunk. Okay. So it will be difficult. It would be very risky, at least, to get much closer. Okay. Now you do only see one of them, but it's not immediately apparent if that is all there is to be seen or all that you just happen to notice. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the the patrols that are staying within the camp are usually just staying to the camp. They're not wandering out into the woods. Now, you actually don't notice really anything that seems like a patrol. Um, they don't appear to send any armed groups out to scout the perimeters or anything. The only movement you see is largely in two areas. Uh, groups of... Cheruka and boggards, largely smaller boggards that don't have much more than just a stick that they that they have on their belts or just in case, coming going into the mining pit or coming out of the mining pit, uh, almost exclusively heading into that southeastern building, uh, but some of them occasionally heading further up to the eastern side of the camp up here, where they are leaving something on a table before heading back down to the pit once more. Okay. Now these groups don't move very often. Uh, they don't, it's not a constant come and go or anything like that. Uh, it would be as you're watching this throughout the day, the groups would change once every six to eight hours you'd see any of this movement at all. Okay. Uh, but it is surprising they appear to put absolutely no effort into patrolling or guarding the perimeters. Not even a little bit. Okay. I'm going to keep note of that. I'm going to make my way back around towards the building, and I'm going to try to go up around to the northeast. Okay. As you work your way down around here, up around to this other side building, I assume? Yes. This area here? Mm -hmm. So when they come out of the pit, that's all the way on the other side, right? Yes. The... So they go all the way around, come to yeah, the then table, they, they're, and They're coming all the way, all the way up. Yeah, the, the exit and entrance is on the western side. So they're coming up and then walking around most of the perimeter of the pit. It's like it's, they laid this out in the least efficient way conceivably possible. It irks me on an efficiency <gasps> level. Look, they're just trying to keep their step count up. They're trying to be fit. Why are you getting on them? That's why they're eating arsenic. <laughs> <laughs> Gold so, uh, this little wooden hut on the eastern side here is clearly significantly smaller than the other one and it features a lone door on the western side and actually a window on the south watching out towards the other building. You don't see anyone come or go from here at any point during the entire day or you haven't so far as it works into the uh, early afternoon here. But uh, there are occasional wafts of smoke rolling up from the chimney so Either it's occupied, or they have built a fire in there for literally no reason, are the two options. <laughs> or they're burning something, I guess, could also be possible. Okay. Uh, that wooden table out to the west, whatever they're bringing up here is covered by a fairly large leather just tarp that's draped over it. Whenever they come to put things here, they're putting it up under that and then leaving. So without actually going up to the table, it's not immediately evident what is being done there or what is being brought. Uh, but there is a bin visible, a wicker woven basket a couple feet across that appears to just be full of random rocks 
next to that table. Bits of excavated stone. Uh, as well, and immediately noticeable, is just to the south of that building there, there is a strange circle. A fairly large circle, almost 20 feet across, that has been inscribed into the ground here uh, that has actually been dug out. Like, that's not a circle that's painted or drawn on the dirt. It, it's actually excavated. Uh, and the grooves are filled with a dull gray metal. And at each point of the strange star, this sigil inscribed throughout this circle, is what remains of a melted black candle. Can I make a religion check to see if... You sure can. Okay. Something romantic went on here. <laughs> Cinderclaw dating site. <laughs> Cinderclaw speed dating. Did we match? No. no. Into the mine. Into the mine. <laughs> Arsenic gold for you. Uh, 20. Uh, with a 20, it does clearly appear to be in some way magical in nature, uh, but you, you don't really know enough about magic yourself to determine what that could have been used for hmm. or what it could be used for. It's certainly noteworthy and concerning that it exists, but that's about all you got. Either okay. they're doing their laundry or they're communing with a devil and don't know for what. How would you do your laundry with a magic circle? Create water. Lots You're so of water. weird. Like, it's that's also magic. What you come up with? So where is this door on this, <laughs> on this building? Uh, the door on the building would actually be on the opposite side. It, it, it's over here. It's over on the, the front. Western okay. half. Yeah, that little brown thing right there is a door, and at the bottom, that is a window. Okay. Um, I'm going to see if I can time uh, whenever someone comes to put something on the table. If it's not a constant, you know, people walking back and it's, forth. It's very... Sparse and sporadic and rare. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna come to the table. I'm gonna wait for someone to come to the table and then leave, and then I'm gonna try to sneak my way in and see if I can peer through the window. Okay. So you'd be waiting here for some time, of course, for someone to pass, knowing that this movement is gonna pretty well expose you to those down below at the southern building, and just kind of, well. Hope they're largely occupied because there really is not any cover between here and the window. I was gonna go. The window's on this side, right, with the door? The window is on the southern side. Oh, it's on the southern side. Yeah, the window is right here. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't realize that. All right, so actually, I'm not going to go to the window. I thought that the window was by the door. I'm going to go up and around, and I'm going to try to go to the door. Okay. So as you move up, fortunately, it does not appear that there is really any part of the operation that happens up here on the northern end, at least not that you've seen so far. Obviously, there is this giant pile of refuse that is just truly massive, hmm. uh, which would be, you know, befitting the giant hole they've dug in the ground here. Uh, but no one has brought anything or interacted with that in the day that you've been watching. Okay. A uh, couple of Cheruka come up to this table, dashing something under the leather cover, and then head back down toward, uh, to the mines. And as they come up, they are hunched, like bent almost all the way over like little monkey shrimp as they walk their way up, uh, clearly visibly exhausted and uh, possibly even unwell. But they place their things wordlessly and the pair of them heads back around the pit again to the ramp. And it is then that you make your move out. So give me a stealth check, good sir. Okay. I'm going to hero point it. <laughs> All right, I'm going to listen to Deadly Doll, and I'm putting a... Whoop, there it goes. Bye, die. It Bye. runs, it runs. It flees, escape. Yellow. 
you will carry us to victory. With a 29. Uh, With a 29. Using this building as cover, you could very easily get around to the corner. And you're trying to go for the door itself. Yes. You make your way around to the doorway. And then what is it that you are trying to do over here? First thing I'm going to do is I'm going to very, as quietly, is it it a handle? Is it a knob? Uh, It appears to have a standard knob. This is a, a pretty simple wooden door with a very basic knob that's just latched in. It doesn't, no visible lock or anything on it. Okay. I'm going to attempt to open the door as quietly as I can. I'm going to, as I'm doing so, I'm going to draw my rapier to hold in one hand and slowly try to open the door and look inside if I can. Alrighty. And very, very cautiously goes the swings that way. You nudge this door open. Uh, just to get some kind of a look at whatever is inside. And as you do, he grabbeth the olden Arc and Forge magic. Odd of removing device. EFRD. EFRD. <laughs> you peer into a relatively a small, yeah, kind of co- surprisingly cozy little cabin. Uh, Across from you are a pair of desks, one pushed into the corner and one next to it a little bit askew. And uh, on the opposite side, there is a single bed. Uh, A lantern hung on the opposite wall lights, uh, adds more light to the room from what surprisingly little is coming in from the single window from the sun. And sat at the desk, poring over it, uh, just looking through some papers and holding what appears to be a tiny golden nugget in their clawed fingers is a single kobold. Uh, This kobold, even from the side from behind peering through the door, appears to be quite old. Uh, If it's possible for scales to wrinkle, (laughs) they may have begun to do so. She's got two pretty big white horns set on her head that kind of jut back, but the right one is actually kind of broken off about halfway down. And she's got a crossbow on the floor just kind of leaned up against the table with a strange staff next to it topped with a bird skull, both easily within arm's reach. Uh, She has an assortment of alchemical paraphernalia, alembics, retorts, and all kinds of assorted little vials and containers uh, as well as a set of jeweler's glasses, uh, one of which she's got up to her eyes. She's peering very intently down at this golden chunk about the size of a thumb. Uh, the couple does appear to be the only person in here and seems to be quite involved in what they're doing. And It appears to be gold. <laughs> <laughs> Identifying wood. Yep, it's yeah. wood. <laughs> Do they appear... Injured in any fashion, like uh, like haggard, like the other, like the other. Uh... Uh, other than well, their age, uh, the kobold actually appears to be in perfectly good health. Okay, the horn doesn't look like a new break. No, it looks like something that must certainly have happened quite a long time ago, and uh, has just been left as a stump, a stump that's long since healed over. Okay, I'm going to creep my way in, try to push the door with my back. Rapier still at the ready, and I'm going to sneak up on an old lady. I'm gonna sneak up on an old lady. You're horrible. No fear. 
Was you working? Give me all your money or I'll rape you. <laughs> oh I'll rape you in the back. You work your way in. And, uh... <laughs> quietly... That was wrong. That line gave me more anxiety this entire scene right there. <laughs> <laughs> quietly close the door behind you. And, uh... As it latches in the near silence here, the kobold kind of starts seeming to notice and dropping the jeweler's glass in the middle of the <laughs> table and then turning to face Espis, like, almost just amazed. <laughs> she looks at you just completely with almost no idea how to react. What? Buy some cookies? I'm going to try and scan her for any symbols of Dahak or any of those Cinderclaw uh, badges. Uh, she does not appear to immediately have on her any visible sign, any badges or anything. Uh, but she looks you over as first kind of guttural surprise. He composes himself for a second and then just says, Alex in something in Mwangi. It seems quite demanding. He does not notably immediately reach for any weapons or anything. I'm going to... Let's see. I'm going to take an attempt here, and I'm going to see if she speaks Taldane. I'm very... I have... I'm going to have my hand on my rapier prepared, not in a threatening manner. Like, I'm not trying to intimidate her, like, I'll kill you, but I'm definitely ready to spring into action if necessary. Right. Um, but I'm going to Taldane, just very quietly. And as she looks over at you. Yes? Are you helping them, or are you a prisoner? And she just kind of slowly looks over towards the table. Her hand's kind of in front of her, but sort of towards the staff and the crossbow. I call one word entirety of cinder claws comes why are you here who are you <laughs> sorry out of, out of character random thought who are you what are you doing here? <laughs> uh, Are you okay? She's <laughs> gonna have an actual heart attack no, over here. Good. Keep going, I can, whenever, whenever, she, whenever she asks that, <clears throat> I can either be a memory, or I can be the last thing you see. If you are helping them, I want to know why. If you're a prisoner, I can take you from here. Give me... You want to roll me either a diplomacy or an intimidate. I will leave a dealer's choice to you as to which of these it is that you are attempting to I'm going to attempt... I'm going to attempt a diplomacy. I'm going to attempt Draw a diplomacy. from your inner elven diplomacy. Because... <laughs> you have a minute to discuss my lord and savior for asthma. <laughs> I'm a dealer of death. I don't have to have conversations. <laughs> I've got this free book. This is gonna be so bad. 
I'm gonna hero point it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Not a good day for your dice so far, but it's a good day for you having a stash of hero points, I suppose. This is very true. I believe. 18. It hit 20 and then rolled back. Aww. That's still not bad. No, it's not bad. Um, it? It's, a, it's a 22. A 22. It kind of looks at you. And to the staff, she has leaning against the table. Like, guys kind of flick a bit. I am here to serve Zurich. You are not, I sense. You should leave before things turn bad for you. Sorry, I'm thinking. <clears throat> looking at the, look, I'm gonna look at the table and the, the alchemical mixtures and then look back at her. She's, Older, healthy, and seems capable, combat capable, potentially. Combat, I, would give, I wouldn't know. Give me a, what's your What's your society? Because I can give you. I you mean, you got plenty. Her. You got plenty of time to recall knowledge, and it's a secret. But you can. Uh, what's your society modifier? Uh, plus four. Because she is very much a humanoid. Um. You really are not the greatest judge of kobolds. <laughs> <laughs> well, the only ones um, I've had a dad dealing with are certain sniggles. She certainly uh, carries herself uh, she seems a lot, I guess, is a far cry from Zerk and Sniggles, certainly. Uh, everything that she has here, all these alchemical setups, if she's the one using them, she's clearly at least somewhat knowledgeable. You have no idea what that staff is for, how capable she is with the crossbow, but um, if... If she made all of this, if she can use all of this, she's at least al pretty alchemically skilled. Whether that translates to her being able to use it in a fight, unclear. Can you punch an old lady? No. <laughs> it fell over. Bye. I don't think I can get it to stand up. There's not a hard enough corner here for me to stand it up. That's quitter talk. She's also very small. She is a kobold. Wait, there's a there's a marker over here. I can stand her on top of it. It's okay. You're still looking at you. She hasn't made any immediate mo motions, but you're thinking. Go! I'm gonna rush her. Okay. <laughs> go. All right. When she says go, I'm in one fluid motion rushing for her. Uh, yeah, you. Uh, That's uh, not you... what I meant. That's not. <laughs> you go. Go is a thing that is happening here. So, this is a. Uh, we're gonna just. It's just gonna be Renali. That's all we. That's all we're gonna find. <laughs> just Renali and some bones. Renali comes back by herself here. I thought something happened. <laughs> Help! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> roll me some initiative, comrade. Thirty-seven. That's pretty good. 
54. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I was mistaken. I'm so sorry. I should go. Here, GM, here's my character. <laughs> <laughs> this one get a 23. So, uh... She rolled a one. Probably one. <laughs> it's okay. At least... Espus, as you move on her... What are you doing? I'm going to hunt prey first. I'm going to... Thank you. Kobold. Oh, he's a little kobold. He's a little kobold. I even showed you a little kobold. This no. is, you're murdering a small child. I'm, you don't know I'm going to murder her. Stop. <laughs> it's don't a red you, don't base. Don't you put that evil on me. It's yeah. a red base. <laughs> <laughs> that kobold could pick Aspis up and like smash him against the floor. We don't know. Yeah, that's probably what's about to happen, too. I love all I have to do is put a colored yep. base on a token and end up <laughs> I know, fear. I'm, I'm Everyone's fear. fear. I am fear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna rush her. I'm gonna mark. I'm gonna hunt prey, and I'm gonna run up and pet her ears. Just <laughs> calm nice. down. Calm down. Rub belly rubs. That's how. That's how you put alligators to sleep. Right. Belly rubs. Um. Run forward, fake out, and dive through the window. Actually. I'm going to grab her. I'm going to attempt to I'm going to attempt to scoop her up, put my arm over her mouth so she can't scream, but I'm going to attempt to grab her. So much judgment right now. Yeah. What? No, I can't no, I be like friends it. with Go you with anymore. Go with <laughs> I like it. I like this character. I like it. Brenda's going to have a story. No like, fear oh. over here. I believe in you, Esmus. Or it might be better. Or it might be better to try and knock her unconscious. Are you, well, are you yeah, grabbing? Yeah. What, what are you doing? Six don't, seconds. Don't, don't you lunge I'm using, forward. Here, I lunge forward. Rapier here. in hand. I'm using the rapier. I'm gonna try okay. to let's let's dissuade her from calling out for help. Give him a stab. Give her a stab. Poker until she is quiet. Yep, that's a twenty-five. Uh, with a twenty-five oh. initials. Yeah, that makes sense. As you rush her, and she kind of turns a bit in her chair. Now, she doesn't seem to have much for armor on. She's just got some, like, leather cladding, not much more than any of the other uh, center claws have had. But given her apparent old age, she reacts in a flash, just actually barely able to twist away from that blade as it punches through the side of her armor. 25's going to miss. Okay. That's three. That's three. Hunt prey. Oh, hunt prey. I forgot about hunt prey. Yeah, she was two squares away. Otherwise, I'd have stepped and poked and then poked again. I forgot hunt prey was... uh, was an action because I was thinking you had your rapier in your hand already. So, Look at as this she lonely initiative table. Yeah, as she moves and moving away from that, the chair kind of falling over behind her. She reaches out and grabs the staff on the ground, uh, leaning against the table. Grabs it and turns it towards you, and a gout of fire erupts out from the end of it. As she uh, starts just screaming at the top of her lungs, alarm! Alarm! And this wave of fire is going to be a reflex save. Okay. He's good at that. I'm at least good at that most of the time. That's a hero point. Consistency is key. Most this responds by time. throwing coins in the face. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. Natural 20. All right, solid. So Worth. that's going to do nothing. What do you do? Like what a... Shoo. I just, like, she points, uh, I'm going to attempt, uh, how does disarm work? Not well. No, you have to, you have to critically succeed to do the thing that you're thinking of doing. Oh, okay. Because yeah, a, a regular success gives them a minus two to anything with the attack trait, 
until, until their turn. the start of their turn. <laughs> yeah. So it actually only applies to like AOOs and stuff. Okay. You have to critically succeed to actually get something away for somebody. But okay. she, she picks it up, and I mean, you're right up here, up point blank with her here. You can literally duck under the staff entirely, and the scout of flame just sears the other opposite corner of the. Uh, That's exactly what I'll do. Right. Just completely duck down underneath, uh, underneath the flame, almost going flat, and then just lunging back up, and I'm going to take three swings at her. I said, I don't know, you can just leave these here, honestly. We're just going back and forth. Yeah. Yep. All right, so uh, first attack. I believe in the dice. I'm hoping so. 35. 35 is definitely going to connect. Um, I need these. I keep in a, a nice little orderly pile for just grabbing purposes. All right, I appreciate it very much. Uh, so that'll be 12 points of magical piercing damage just in and out of a shoulder. All right. Second attack. Um. Are you okay, Ben? Do I look okay? <laughs> You're more stressed than he is. I'm gonna, I'm gonna last hero point that roll. I'm empty now. I'm, I'm going. I'm kind of, I'm kind of going for broke here. That's Why are you just going broke? I'm, or I'm going broke. Yeah, that's better at least. Um, if anybody wanted to help out, now is the time. <laughs> Twenty-six. A uh, twenty-six. She will just barely be able to stop from doing any meaningful damage to her, just catching some skin. Scales. Scales, yeah. All right, third attack. <laughs> Arcadis got your back. Yeah, no one's allowed to be on empty. Arcadis giving you the instant refund there. <sighs> Thank you, Arcadis. Fishing for 20s. And also those last points were from Deadly Doll, uh, Kyrie JCB, and P Fred Zero. All right, so last attack. Come yep. on! You're, really? Yep. A third, a third attack. You're throwing. Okay. I've been, I've been rolling nothing. I've rolled less Here. than five on every single die roll. Believe in the dice. Until I re-roll. Believe. The re-rolls Believe. have been turning around for you pretty well, though. That's true. Admittedly, you're getting a hero point value. Um. I mean, that arguably went significantly up. It, yeah, it did. <laughs> um, it's a twenty-five, so I miss. Yeah, twenty-five again, as you. Continuing this assault here, she's going to be able to dip away from. And uh, she is going to reach out onto the table. The staff's kind of above you. Reaches out with her other hand and grabs two bottles of something and smashes them down across the floor together. And uh, as she does, they don't explode. She's not (laughs) blowing up her own feet here. Uh, But they do immediately react in a violent surge of smoke that completely fills your vision and absolutely obscures uh, your ability to really see anything. And the sound of this rushing smoke uh, billowing up over you also masks whatever noise she might be making at the moment. Uh, What is your perception, DC? Uh, 26. Deadly Doll also gave him another hero point. Get in, the, get in the back up here. Thank you, Deadly Doll. Back to one. Back to I am one. going so broke. <laughs> I'm pulling a doll wren. You, you, this is literally like those like fun, those, those like fundraiser telethons where like, oh, I gotta set another puppy on fire. If you don't <laughs> and I'm going to need you. Vincente's got it right. I need you to make me a. Uh, fortitude save, good sir, as you inhale whatever this is. Yeah. <laughs> I have a poof. 
Arkenborg just got transparent poofs. Look how Ooh, cool that is. It's all poofy. Transparent poops? Yes. Poops. I mean, it could yeah, also have a transparent 33. Uh, 33 will succeed, uh, but still, this smoke is kind of vile, and it's very much thick, and you are going to be sick in one. Okay. Also another hero point. Mm-hmm. Also another hero <laughs> point here from Jasper. <laughs> Come on, Espen. <laughs> you got this. Never has one man been so directly pumped by chat influence. I don't think anyone thinks you've got this. I think they're all saying, run, you idiot, run. <laughs> Thank you, Shazper. Thank you, Shazper. Um, all right, uh, that's that's her turn. Uh, that's her turn, yeah. You're kind of blind in this smoke and coughing a bit. I'm going to... You can, you can still hear her voice yell out once more, You fools! To me! I'm going to... Uh, can I attempt a thievery check to scoop as much uh, papers from her desk as I can? I don't even, yeah, I don't even think you need a thievery check. Just as an action, you can reach out and just grab out whatever there is available. I'm grabbing just whatever I can grab in an armful off of her desk. Yeah, your glass falling over and clinking, but it doesn't matter because you're looking for the writing. You're looking for what she has. You'll never make your quarterly reports now. No, so I'm going to snatch all of that. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to, and I'm I'm gone. I'm, I'm, make, I'm making a break. Uh, towards the door? Um, I kind of almost want to Leon Kennedy through the window. Um, <laughs> what are you going for? It's your snap decision here. Yep, Style I'm going to Leon Kennedy through the window. I'm just so, going to immediately dart for the window, arms crossed. As you and, rush uh, towards the window through the smoke, you can see that she has already retreated through the door and flung it open and is calling out to the greater mind now. And uh, as you rush towards the window... Give me an athletics check. Because it's not just like a flat plane of grass. It's got like a wooden crossbeam in it that you're going to have to Smash them bullions. Here. Uh, that is a 20. 20 will do it. Woo! So, with your third action, you crash out through this window. Infiltration successful. <laughs> kind of. Stealth! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you can see down below uh, a couple of the boggers just kind of looking over like nobody is mustering <laughs> particularly there's not an army descending weapons aren't being marshaled battle lines aren't being for the boggers just like she got drunk again <laughs> and is yelling what are you yelling about like <laughs> crazy old lady and uh she comes out and sees the boggers just looking at her confused she punches it like this kind of smacks her brow a bit and then starts yelling something in Mwangi instead of like, <laughs> she was yelling in Taldane this whole time <laughs> <laughs> just, just talk louder she starts calling something repeatedly in Mwangi a simple word and then they see you smash through the window and the barkers are like oh <laughs> The two nearest on the on the north end here. Confused rip. One of them was just kind of leaning up to the building, and the other was just sort of over there, sitting on the ground. They did. They don't. They still don't rush towards you. Their first reaction is they look back to their friends, like, uh. <laughs> Are you They're seeing not, this? The reaction time is not fast here. <laughs> the alarm. The alarm. The drills have not been run sufficiently. Clearly, um. But the kobold is going to run out further 
uh, getting some kind of distance around towards the mining pit and uh, looks down towards the operation and yells again in Wangi and then turns and sees you smashing through the window and reaches for a couple various little vials and cobbles something together very quickly and with both hands, just at an overhead, tosses it your direction. Okay. And, uh... He's got minus two. Yeah, this little uh, blob here is actually a reflex save. Okay. As the little clay container she mixes it into hits, and this one does erupt in an explosion, uh, blasting a couple feet in front of you. Uh, 36. A 36 will just critically succeed. Esvis doing Esvis stuff. Now, uh, as we come back to you, you hear a shrill cry in the distance from the opposite side of the camp, the northwestern corner. It doesn't sound like a boggart or a chuka or a cold or anything. It just sounds like an almost avian screech. Oh. <laughs> uh, this changes I... nothing about the plan. Yeah, this changes nothing about the plan. <laughs> can, I, can I quickly recall knowledge to see if I can identify that screech with nature? Uh, I mean, just hearing the sound, it just it sounds like a fairly large bird of some kind. Doesn't sound like the Quetzalcoatlus thing you okay. encountered previously. All right, I'm gone. All actions. And uh, just straight to the wood line. That you just take off. Just handful of paper. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. out as you can, uh, carrying this load with you. And bunch of TPS reports. <laughs> Good luck filing your taxes, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's writing a romance novel, and you just took her last three chapters. <laughs> and as you as you run, you get a, uh, a a couple dozen couple dozen feet out into the tree line here uh, before you see Rinaldi just kind of rushing over from the south, and she quickly seeing you uh, running for what definitely appears to be your entire life here. Uh, puts her hands together without question. Anime Viventis! And conjures up a massive cat, a, a leopard between the trees that surges out towards the camp uh, as she just changes her angle to follow along with you out of the tree line here. Okay. Um, make me a stealth check. Okay. If it helps, I also... Um... As a ranger of this level, I have trackless step, so I Ooh. leave no no steps behind. That will definitely help you. <laughs> okay. No stones. No stones are turned. Yep. Uh, twenty-six. Uh, he has so plenty of villain points. Don't worry about with it. With a uh, with a twenty-six, as you're running out into trees here, you don't even immediately hear anything following you, like the what well, the scant sounds of the camp and the kobold screaming in the distance fall behind you pretty quickly and as you run putting uh, at least a good quarter mile behind you before you probably even could consider starting to slow down and trying to find uh, somewhere to hide and shake them off still you hear absolutely no signs of pursuit whatsoever uh, if they are following you they are doing it very slowly <laughs> <laughs> and uh, even if they are after a minute or two of uh, waiting there, you have heard nothing to imply that they really are anywhere near actually tracking you down. And as you rest for a moment, uh, Rinaldi mentioned you quickly in a low voice. What? What happened? Did they find you? I checked one of the buildings. 
was occupied by a kobold. You went into a building? I went into one of the buildings. I thought you were just going to look. I did both. This tells us a lot of information. Let's see if I got anything worthwhile. I and smacked an old lady. <laughs> <laughs> I stabbed her. I, I, I roughed up an old woman and took her manuscript. <laughs> I took your sewing books. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'll pull uh, the papers and try to see if there's anything I can discern whatsoever. Kind of looking through and Ollie looks down. Corrected. Fair enough, I suppose. Uh, looking down through, it looks like it is a whole lot of alchemical notation. Uh, a lot of it is varical, uh, various reactions and chemical bonds and diagra uh, diagrams and uh, things that she has been using to... Uh, things I assume... What, what's your crafting proficiency? Uh, non-existent. It means absolutely nothing. <laughs> um, you see formulas. That's, yeah, formulas and... Pretty. Like, you got her cookbooks. Angular, like, hexagonal kind of diagrams. Uh, but... None of it immediately means much of anything. Uh, as you flip through, uh, looking through more of it, there appears to be a log tallying uh, quantities of gold by weight. That uh, seems to be sorted out by a day-by-day -day record. And, I mean, it, they're not turning up an incredible amount. In most days, they're turning up between nothing and an ounce or two, as it is a gold mine. Uh, it's... <laughs> If you could just go down there and just whack out Minecraft amount of gold immediately, <laughs> gold would not be worth very much. Uh, but it, the operation does appear to only go back about a week and a half, two weeks, as far as the records are. And in that time, they've gotten a fair few ounces of gold, uh, almost a full pound of it they seem to have excavated, which is kind of an impressive amount for how little they've been here. Wow. We've been in, we've been in Mwangi longer than this operation has been in existence. <laughs> Probably started digging a couple days after we got here. Probably not long after you arrived, it seems. Uh, in addition, there is a bit of correspondence, uh, letters that seem to have been received from somewhere. You have no earthly idea if there's any concept of mail the Cinder Claus could uh, could have gotten. So it seems likely they would have had to have been hand delivered uh, by some sort of a courier who'd come all the way down here into the jungle. Uh, but it appears to be uh, an exchange of information. Uh, you learn where the gold is going, at least to some extent. The Cinder Claws don't care about it at all. Uh, they are harvesting it exclusively to send it off to whoever it is that they have gotten these missives from. They were not kind enough to sign them. P.S. Bad McEvilton. <laughs> <laughs> Of the Aspis Consortium. You can find me at 312 Woodgrove Lane in Casimir uh, if you need any further contacts. There's no, no information about who exactly it is. But uh, they mentioned the, the way it talks about the gold, the way that they discuss it. They don't seem to be interested in the gold for traditional reasons, for wealth or riches. Uh, and they're very specific that they only want the gold from this region, from this mine specifically, uh, from this small area of the Monkey Expanse, and that this kobold is responsible for testing it all and ensuring it meets their standards. Which does not in any way actually mention the arsenic content either, so it's not about poisoned gold. That said... 
what they, what the Cinder Claws have received in return, is something referred to as the Nul Akrumi Vazgul ritual. The information of this ritual appears to have been delivered to them around the time that they started the opera, the, the greater operations here in this mining pit. And the specifics again of this are fairly unclear. You do get one name out of this, however. Narset. Narset is mentioned as the one who is interested in and the one who would possibly be capable of conducting this ritual. And uh, the last of the letters, the one that it arrived about when they started this bigger mine, mentions that if Narset wishes to bring life back into an ancient fossil, we can provide the tools. This ritual is her beginning. There's more where this came from if the draconic gold continues to flow. Oh, I'm living now that bringing the dead back. The details of the ritual are not any part of this. Right, right, right. But uh, it does certainly sound like it is some kind of raising the dead necromancy, for sure. As you're kind of looking over this here, a good mile or two out from the camp, and having skewed at least a few times to change your direction, uh, not made it all the way down to the creek, but had just struck off uh, winging around to the north almost at random to throw him. Renali's kind of looking over your shoulder as you're flipping through this, clearly interested in these letters. I'm not I'm not hiding it from her at all. Yeah, so. I, I, I assume you're not. Uh, I... I do not so much read Tallinn. Is This is not Mongi, though. No, it is not. It seems the Cinderclaw cult have benefactors. Someone by the name of Narset. And the kobold said that she served someone by the name of Zurich. I do not know either of these names. I um, am sorry, but neither of these are familiar to me. Uh, Narset seems Mwangi. That could be someone local, but Zurich is... It sounds strange and boring. As could be who wrote these, maybe. What about the name of this ritual? Does it strike anything for you? She kind of looks at it. I do not recognize it at all. That's fine. That Null. She's like trying to sound it out letter by letter. Null Akrumai Vazghul. Latu Vrata. Negro! Oh, is it sad that I actually only know that from Borderlands? You are oh, sad. Oh, really? Yeah, but That's I, very sad. I understand that it is a reference, but I, I know it because Gage yells it in Borderlands when she summons her mech, not because of the original source. You are Fair millennial, we'll, we'll, we'll watch it one of these days. So uh, at that uh, at that point, um, I'll wrap everything back up and look up at Renali. Are you injured at all? 
No, I was far out. I, I thought this would be... <laughs> I thought this was simpler scouting. I heard a, a shriek of some kind. It sounded like a bird. So did I. I didn't recognize it. And some... What sounded like yelling, but it was small and distant. I, I, it sounded was concerning, and I had heard nothing for hours, so I came. Do not worry about that, Caddy. It's not. It is not real. <laughs> Thank you. I think that we've learned quite a bit, and since I've decided to stir up the hive, they might try to be better bolstered. Maybe. Well, that is the plan of our scouting in the first place, was it not? Do not give them time to prepare. Yes. If, well, the rest of our friends are finding success, then the last totem should be gone by the time we meet them, at least the last we know of. Well, besides the one in the mine, of course. They'll be fine. I trust them. Sinch <laughs> over to the beta conversation, which is happening simultaneously. Meanwhile, in the distance, we're discussing the mechanics of strength item and eating a beta, but <laughs> they're, they're doing fine. <laughs> Let's... We should go. They should meet with us in, in the morning soon. Uh, we must cross the river. And that would make it impossible for the Cinderclaws to follow, at least, though. Are they even trying? They can't find me. They could not find you, but they could find me, perhaps. Though, this is why we came, I suppose. Are you hurt? You seem... I just feel a little under the weather. I, uh, the kobold, she, uh, she makes alchemy. I think I breathed in something wrong. Like potions? Yes. Only these hurt. Well, I can take a look at you if you are injured, but you look untouched. There are, and she just kind of motions down your forearms, the tiny scratches, but... What did they have fight you? Tiny cats? Worse windows. <laughs> I, uh, I dove through a window. I did not even know they had windows. That is fair. That was their entire stock of glass, by the, the way. The one window the entire stock <laughs> We did it. We put up a window. They <laughs> <laughs> hate windows. <laughs> windows are dumb. And a blade tiger. You don't see that. It's not there. Villain pie into the pool here. <laughs> like you guys are instantly calling any hero points, but yep. absolutely nope. nothing. Nope. That's no, on. That's no. on you. That's a you point. Uh -huh. Yeah. Well, gotta fight for your life there. <laughs> yeah. Me meanwhile, back at the cottage. I have two now. So the two of you make your way back down across the river, and all but ensuring that at this point the Cinderclaws would have absolutely no chance whatsoever to follow you, and down to where you would be meeting with the rest of the party the following morning. Now, meanwhile, Abita has been slain. Much loot has been amassed. As it turns out, this dragon did in fact have a horde. Yes, it did. And so much copper. It has largely been a, a spectacular windfall for the Hob Company. <laughs> We're now actually incorporated. Adventuring like, in the country with no money. <laughs> Kill a dragon, forehead. Yeah. Hey, works we literally out great. live in huge Amazing. piles of golden value. Now we have and, a bag uh, of golding. Just to double check, I do believe that we 
We did go over everything that you'd found that horde and everything. We, we'd fully wrapped up the beast yeah, situation, yeah. Greg. Yeah, we were about to leave. Uh, actually, hang on. I seem to remember it's like, yeah, hey, there's some other stuff, but I'll tell you about it. You definitely later. identified the three items. You, you know about the second pair of healers, you know about the widened lightning yeah. rod, and you know about the, the spine shield. You have all of those. And we have and all the money. You have the pile of money, and you have the two gemstones that yeah. come out of the totem's eye. And, yeah, they're, they're, and we've got the poison gold, which we have safe in our sack. Yeah, so with all of that, then, then we have certainly covered. Uh, we, we had finished up with that. Yep. Right. So the group of you would be heading to make camp for the evening. So... I think we might even have done that. Did we no, even, we did. We did I rolled a survival a roll and everything. Right. We we the critical success. Uh, so all that's left then is for Manali to attempt to put camp together uh, with Esfis. If you wish to roll survival to assist her, you are more than welcome. Yes, I will assist. Uh, but she is going to knock that one out of the freaking park. And I assist with a twenty. Okay. So then, both groups of you will easily be able to put together a very well camouflaged camp. And then the following morning, the question mark is, did I actually mark this one off on the log? Unsure. The mayor just skipped the day. Who's even keeping track of time anymore? Tempest Fugit. The following morning. Is there a god of dates? Yeah, that's the god of love. I'm pretty sure that the, what is it, the god of money would care about calendars. It's probably Avatar, realistically. Yeah, Yeah, that would make sense. So, the following morning... The four of you and well, the five of you with Valia pack up your camp to head out and after an hour of preparation, maybe an hour or two of trekking through the jungle, would meet back up with Esfis and Renali. The party reunited. Yeah, you could you could clear that anytime. Okay. You uh, you can clear that as an action even too. Okay. Because yeah. you can do the retching. So Comes can, out the other end. You could certainly have gotten your, your second condition stuff. I already had I already had that once. I don't need it again. Just to insult her farther, you could have just vomited on the table and left. <laughs> <laughs> Jump out the window, turn around, vomit back through the window, and then leave. <laughs> so as you all reconvene, this group shares their success story of not only crushing a totem, but finding literally thousands of gold and two thousands of parts of coins. A thousands of coins. And let's be clear. <laughs> thousands of Coins. And we have a pretty good amount of gold. It's it was. Like, it was like a good amount of gold. Five hundred ish. It's over five hundred. It is it's over still 500. a good amount of gold. Yeah, actually, it's it's over six hundred if you convert the copper. But but uh, Ed showing Esfis your bag of holding, which is completely and utterly filled to the brim with just coins. We put the potions on top so you can get at them. Did so a couple of potions here. nested in a giant bed of money, and all of the rations and uh, daily food stocks now have to be carried probably by Buford realistic. Buford and Dalren. Yeah, uh, as you could because you have filled an entire I've never I've never seen this happen. I've never seen somebody fill a bag of holding. <laughs> like this it's a masterpiece, honestly. We should all be proud of ourselves and take a moment to reflect on the achievement that we have had here today. I've always known I could do it. We filled a bag of holding with straight money. Um, <laughs> Give me a minute. <laughs> it's so beautiful. And Esvis could in turn share what he had seen. About the Cyndaquil mine. As I'm doing so, um, I'll first roll up and hand over to Dalren. They have an alchemist. Ah, an alchemist. Excellent. And they have notes. A dangerous and capable one. A kobold. Oh, goodness gracious. Organic and, uh, chemistry. Valia, kind of looking at this, I'm admittedly surprised that they have anyone so capable, and rather surprised at that that it's a kobold, you sure. I'm certain. But did you meet them? 
I snuck in and met her face to face. You snuck in? Say what now? Wasn't the whole point of this to not be detected? Well, if he snuck in, she probably didn't see him. An alarm was raised. However, they were very slow to react, and they could not find me. Yeah, they probably didn't see him at all. Okay. I'm not too worried about it. He's real good at sneaking. He'd never get caught. Two names came across because what the gold that they're gathering is not for their own use, and it's also not for offering up to Dahak. Draconic gold? Yes. Hmm. Never heard of such a thing. For this ritual, they attempt to uh, revive the dead. What? Ritual? Revive the dead? Well, they said bring life to an old fossil. I can only assume it's necromancy. Sounds like to me. Um... Oh, so alchemical gold. While you were in the, while you snuck into a building, did you manage to get any of it? I did not. I took the papers instead. I see. Good move. No, right. we, we, I'm, I'm sure they'll still be mining it. It'd what? be interesting to see. Is there anything in the notes that specify like what the standards that they're looking for are, or like what tests are, are that they have to? Not, do? M- not much of what he would have grabbed. No. How about uh, that? There is note they are making sure that the arsenic content is not so high that it would be dangerous to those transporting it. Uh huh. Um, that seems to be the majority of the uh, the testing that's recorded. But it's just kind of like just get the arsenic to a level where it's just like, Yeah, please make sure it's, it's not, not toxic. Us so we touch it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But they do have a benefactor, someone that they're sending this money to, someone by the name of Narset who can do this ritual. Hmm. And they seem to be serving, the kobold said she was serving someone named Zurich or Zurich. Zurich. So this ritual, sound, ritual sounds awfully... Necromantic. It does at that, and it's. We we don't imagine this is the entire purpose of the Cinderclaw cult, do we? All of their operations, everything they've done, the erection of these totems and fighting off the the Equijite, and doing all of this to resurrect something. Well, well it makes I sense. Mean, yeah. they're, they're well, it does. A cult of, of an Nehawk, ancient god, of course. I understand, but it's god. not like it's not as if a god has a literal corpse that can be resurrected. Uh, I wouldn't. Not? I wouldn't assume that they're are stranger stories and things that exist. While I was there, there was a ritual circle. I couldn't identify it, but maybe I can sketch it as best I can from memory. Well, was it large enough to fit a dragon god in it? No, but it can still give us information. That's fair. I apologize. I just think this... If, if I may be blunt, this seems absurd, even by the standards we've established for this cult. Well, if they're... These people, these, this cult seems at least single-minded and dedicated towards a particular goal. I've, I've certainly heard of cults with far less coherent goals in mind, I suppose, than raising an uh, r- raising a old fossil. It might not even be the fossil of the god itself, but simply a suitable vessel uh, for whatever force they feel. Certainly, we know that. The spirit of something dark is sealed within the Ayudara. I'll admit that my understanding of religions, especially those with any two draconic deities, is very well lacking. As little I was taught outside the realms of, well, Abadar and Vesna and Arasta. Well, I mean, Resme the whole time has been saying that someone else is probably behind the whole thing anyway, so it would really line up with what, I mean, she was thinking. It uh, does make sense. Why is this written in Taldane? That's why I keep getting hung up on. The kobold also spoke Taldane. Another reason why the they were slow to react. When she went to raise the alarm, she was doing so in Taldane. That's huh. odd. You have to admit. I mean, so far, everyone we've run into in this has been local. Hmm. But if there is some sort of outside force working here, and it's... Well, you know, you actually have a good point, because... 
this al this these alchemical notes and whatnot, um, these are not Mwangi native formulas. No. It uses. Can I maybe get an idea about what region of the world this might be? And I'm fairly well traveled that like perhaps like I can at least pin these notes to a specific school or tradition of alchemic study. I could sleep on it if you need me to. Um, what do you what do you want to use for this? Uh, well, aside from picking up something like alchemy lore, I do have crafting with alchemical crafting. Uh, right, and that, that's what I thought. I, I thought you did. Uh, mm -hmm. What? What is your modifier? What is your uh, for crafting? That's it. Uh, proficiency is uh, expert, uh, and modifier is plus fourteen. Also, remember that large building that we saw with a bunch of them gathered around? Oh, yes, mm -hmm. with the, the mats outside. It appears to be an infirmary of some kind. That huh. makes sense. Imagine the mining operation is hard. Go ahead and give me a crafting check. Oh, that's not bad. That's a 30. I was a 30 as all these are looking out. Yeah, it doesn't seem to be local, uh, but it also doesn't seem like it hails from terribly far from here. Uh, this isn't like classical in notation or anything mm -hmm. here. Uh, it seems more akin to something that would be hailing more to like Osirian or Thuvia or Katapesh. Uh, something up in the general northeastern region, like south of the Star Sentinels and Absalom. Okay. That that general cluster. Okay. So Mwangi adjacent, but not necessarily Mwangi. That said, chemical notation doesn't is pretty standardized itself. Mm -hmm. It's more the note and knowledge around it that kind of belies a little bit more of its origin or what school it may have, what schools it may have come from. Can I get an idea of from the name and what the ritual is called, what what the base of the language is? Because I know a lot of languages at this the base point. Of what's the language? So the name of the ritual, like what language like what culture is it stemming from based on the language that the, the ritual the is called? Yeah. Um, that's, is, like, it's just, like, incantation. It's so just, oh, it's like, just, like, yeah, random that's, words. That's a, a magic ritual title. There's, like, magic language, the thing used for verbal components, or okay. pseudo-Latin nonsense. It's just, it's that. Well, okay. So, uh, would we happen to be able to pick up on what the ritual might be, based on the name? I bet it's to raise the, to infuse a spirit into a giant fossil. Very yeah, there's, there's really not much more to go on Maybe that we haven't already covered. The name itself doesn't really give any Maybe if I say the first three syllables 3,000 times, something will happen. <laughs> It'll really raise it eventually. Um, 15 hours. Well, we were not as subtle as we had hoped, perhaps. But this is, this is what we had come here early for to prepare so that we could set upon this mine immediately. Uh, certainly they would have noticed the totem so close by. They seem to know as we hit them. Okay. Also, with the uh, very large bat creatures that ambushed us. Oh, yes, I remember them. Yes, one of them had a nest near the... Not the very large ones, the human-sized ones. Oh, the human-sized ones. Yeah. Okay, oh, sorry. the vampire ones? The little vampire bat creatures. Oh, little vampire, vampire bat creatures. Okay, sorry, my bad. So the, the, the little vampire bat creatures we've dealt with in the past, they had a nest nearby full of bones. I don't know if it's wandering cinder claws or if it's anyone that they find... As I recall, the previous ones weren't didn't bear Cinderclaw badges, correct? But they did defend a totem. Ah, mm. good point. So we should remember whenever we found out that they were turning some of the animals to them, we should be prepared. At least I found these on the east side. I didn't find any on the west. So, okay. 
And I also passed on the southwest. I'm going to say, I thought you signed on the southwest side. Southwest, sorry. Swap that. You're good. I'm just. Weast. On the weast side. You were there scouting for hours. So, like, this is just like a player saw it for two minutes. Esvis saw it for several hours. You was on the southwest side, but I didn't see any when I ran to the east. Any news on that dinosaur to the north? I didn't check it out. Okay. If the cinder claws are bringing other creatures of the jungle under their sway, I would not trust it to be helpful. Good point. Um, did you get any sense of how far the river was from the mine when you traveled? You said you would take a measurement, or at least a general idea. It would be a couple of miles. Yes, okay. It's a long way. So it seems then, as far as putting together a bit of a battle plan here, um, if we can assume that the dinosaur to the north is not friendly, but is locked in a pen, it might be good to at least... Blow up the pen? No. Secure the pen. Secure the pen so the dinosaur doesn't get out. Uh, Eliminate guards around it, and then that way the dinosaur is no longer a threat because it's stuck in the pen. Actually, let me, while we're thinking about that, let me see those letters again. Valia, do you recognize his handwriting? No, she looks down at it. You're from Taldor. You know all Taldor people. Just kind of it's a glance at you. Oh. Perhaps, actually, as ridiculous as that seems, and stereotypes notwithstanding. <laughs> Resume holds up a hand. Nonsense. Nonsense. No. That makes no sense. This, this doesn't... No. Ridiculous. Here, hold this, please. And, uh, she reaches down to her own pack and opens it up and uh, pulls out her own bit of... She has a small journal of parchment and uh, a couple of individual loose-leaf pieces, uh, as well as a couple, uh, like a, a sealer and a small thing of dark wax and several pens and ruffles through all of that and then pulls out a, uh, an envelope and opens it and looks inside. Just kind of turns around and shows it to you. And the handwriting appears to be identical. Like, that certainly seems a bit far-fetched to be a coincidence, but I can't imagine that... Well, it would explain the location, I suppose. Look, that is a Talden scholar that I have been working with. He's the one who expressed some interest in the Iodara in the first place, and the inner workings. It seems, well, I suppose far-fetched that it would randomly happen to be the same thing, but I suppose it would be sensible that they had some interest in the location, but unless there is some link between a poison-laced gold mine and ancient methods of elven transportation, it seems odd for them to focus efforts on a singular region unless there is some other purpose thereafter. Hmm. I mean, I suppose if what they're looking for is inside the Ayudara, it would make sense to learn about them. True. The scholars uh, Ayudara are not entirely unheard of. There are plenty of them that are still in use in the Elven Kingdoms today. Ah, but, but the Hunter's Gate is different. It's ancient. It's a, a prototype, almost. This, this entire concept of them requiring a, a physical interactive key is something that's long fallout. Uh, they, they still require activation, of course. They constantly open windows to another world, but it's usually a passphrase or 
But aside from that, this particular Ayudara, a prototype as it may be, uh, does indeed have a fairly uh, violent and hostile draconic spirit sealed away inside it. And they speak of bones, something dead. And there, it's a third space. It is not impossible that there's something hidden in there. Well, fantastic then. So it appears that I've been sent down here for the same reason the Cinder Claws exist, which is to investigate something for, I don't know, a shadowy cabal of ancient wizards working somewhere behind the scenes. What, whoever it is that's writing these things. I mean, everyone's done that before. I really wouldn't feel too bad about it. At some point, if you go adventuring, you end up working for the bad guy. You have to figure it out, and then you have to go stab him in the, the back. The sarcasm is largely unappreciated, isn't it? Not sarcasm. It happens. Oh, Valia, none, nevertheless, your information is invaluable. Keep it in mind. Don't kick yourself for it. Right now, we have another problem. We have a hornet's nest that's been stirred, and let's assume the worst as we prepare our battle plan. Fair enough. Uh, so then, let us consider uh, the information you were able to obtain uh, and think about uh, our best approach. Right. So, Out of curiosity, it's a perception check to see if someone's lying, right? Yeah, it's perception to sense mode, though. Does she look like she was actually surprised by this revelation? Regardless of whether or not she is lying, it's the same thing as sense motive always. Yeah. you got to roll it regardless. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just... Halfling luck. That's a hard one. <laughs> to a seven, which gives me 23. Uh, 23, she she seems to be sincere enough. Uh, that said, she is tall in nobility. And yeah. You'll be fully aware that lying comes to them like breathing, so. Though it's not media tells us. Big thing. coincidence. Like yeah, violence and elven diplomacy. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> And Dalren from Silver Knight, 252018. A hero point for our favorite elf barbarian. Thank you, Silver Knight. Our only elf barbarian, but, you know, win by default. Still a win. <laughs> I'll take it. So, well, yeah, right then. Uh, so, as far as what Essence has told us in his adventures yesterday afternoon, it seems like they are not entirely prepared for some kind of an assault. Uh, I wouldn't be terribly surprised if the mining operation is wholly detached from whatever else it is they're doing. Uh, from what you were recovered, it seems to exist entirely to pay, well, whoever is writing these missives, whoever is sourcing this gold and handing over ancient magic rituals for pittances in the grand scheme of things, who may very well be the same person who has a vested interest in Alcida's ring. Regardless, if they're not prepared to muster a defense, the sooner we attack, the better. If they were slow to respond tomorrow, things won't have changed by today. They may be slightly more on edge, but they'll be no more prepared. No more organized, anyway. So, in that case, um, were you able to notice anything else about their defenses? Any other creatures they may have had hidden in the jungle? They had a, nothing hidden in the jungle from where I was scouting around that I could see. Uh, like I said, they had, the, they had the nest. We can assume that they may have other creatures lying in wait. Booby traps? Probably not. However, since I came face to face with her, that kobold is dangerous. For an old woman, she can move, and she also has a kobold. She was a kobold. She say. was a kobold. Did I, she bear a cinderclaw badge? She did not, but hmm. she seemed to have their interests in alignment with her own, if for no other reason than to. There were many of these kobolds, small lizard men. Yes. Yes. There were many of them with the cinderclaws when they attacked Hunter's Gate, when they opened it and made their way through to your home. Did, but uh, as you, as I recall from what you told me before, none of them fought, correct? No, they simply 
carried the worked as slaves. It, it may seemed. be... None went through the gate, so... Some kind of hostage situation. She yeah. didn't seem very much like a hostage. I asked her if she was a prisoner or if she was helping them. She said she served as Zurich, and she was content enough to try to sick the frogs on me. And just because she's your enemy doesn't make her their friend. Hmm. Working together and being companions are not quite the same. Well, no, the fact she... that she didn't buy, bear a badge, um, hmm. Well, maybe the opportunity will present itself that uh, we may be able to avoid having to face her head on. I view it as you are the company you keep. I'm in good company. She is not. Oh, that's Certainly nice. I'd be skeptical of relying on any cinder claws that well, act as turncoats at this stage. They all seem to be near fanatical. She had a staff that was able to cast fire, and as I said, she had a very, very proficient use in her alchemy, able to make a concoction within seconds to try and throw at me. So a wizard as well as an alchemist. Well, certainly sounds capable, uh, certainly. Uh, I'm certainly not arguing the fact that she's capable, uh, only that she may not entirely be part of the cult. Uh, It may be possible that uh, if she knows more about this Zurich person, we should try to capture her alive if at all possible. You said she stayed in the building. Yes. Perhaps she'll stay there instead of coming out to do battle. Uh, it would be dangerous for her to do so. So I've been thinking about how to shut down the the last totem so that at least we don't have to deal with it while we're dealing with everything else. Oh, we won't have to. It's in the mine. That doesn't necessarily mean that it can't do anything. If we have to go into the mine to get things... <laughs> what, I'm saying, <laughs> what I'm saying is... I would really rather it shut down before we go in there and we do anything. Buddy, did you have an observation? Uh, well, I just think we could take advantage of that vampire bat in the uh, southwest uh, corner. If that makes a ruckus and we start trying to take it out first, those four that are next to that fire might come out and investigate. We can deal with them in the forest. I like That's that. That's a terrible idea, honestly. And from finding them previously, they don't seem to be terribly dangerous on their own. If it's detached enough from the main bulk of the forces, we may be able to do this largely piecemeal. And they do seem to make a lot of noise. Yes, they do. I can also go invisible and dispel it that way. I can throw my voice. You could dispel it while invisible. Yes, actually, that's an excellent idea. Um, I could even throw my voice so that it doesn't sound like it's coming from where I am. When we fought the totem that shot out fiery rays. I do recall you being invisible, and I recall it not terribly helping. Was that its bat creatures that were guarding it that found you, or was it the totem itself? I don't recall. Well, the bats, I think, found me because they could echolocate. I don't think the... I don't think the cinder claws can echolocate. Hmm. Well, it may be wise. uh, If you're able to go in and and, uh, dismantle the totem uh, with your magic, you could then turn into a flying creature, the bat I saw you turn into before, and that would let give you a quick exit before they're able to steal off the ramp, if they even suspected there was someone there. I could also dimension door. I mean, I have plenty of ways of getting away. Excellent, excellent. In in doing this piecemeal to make sure that we're not completely surrounded, the entrance and the exit to the mine is the place I scouted first. I could also throw a fireball down into the mine once I've shut the totem down. You could, but you could also save it for the infirmary, which I'm assuming is probably also living quarters. It also hasn't been historically terribly effective against the Senate Club. There is that. I'm not setting an infirmary on fire. There's also those, like, weird flying things next to the totem. I think we should deal with the totem when we get to it. Uh, We might want to clear out a round first. The people inside the mines probably don't know anything about what's happening outside until one or two. (coughs) They were very much on death's door 
when I was yeah, there. Yeah, so I feel if we we deal with stuff outside, then we get to mine when we we get to mine. It is safer, um, I feel. I also don't, and I know this is gonna sound odd, but I don't feel it doesn't feel right to kill their wounded. I mean, I know there are enemies and and whatnot, but go in infirmary and just kill the dying, the almost dying, it just doesn't seem right. Uh, I, I, it certainly, uh, at the very least, would be a waste of effort, so I can understand that. Throwing a fireball at the infirmary is definitely not my goals for this raid, for sure. That said, though, and no matter how injured, if any of them are capable of magic of their own, or that surges of lava that some of their priests be able to conjure up, it may not matter how wounded they are, they still may be viable combatants. Uh, when you scouting them is unwise. When you scouted the southern side, uh, that building, the infirmary that we assume is the infirmary, um, how many entrances were you able to find? From what I can remember, one. It may be possible to bar the door. That's true. And uh, then, with, some time, with only wounded on the inside, it, we, with certainly however many were in there, we would be able to deal with whatever was outside. The, the ones who were on the cots were injured. The ones that were around the cots were armed and very well prepared, much more so than the normal boggarts that we fought down in Citadel Altarian. Fair enough. Certainly at this point, I'm wishing that I had brought my Hellknight Field Manual with me, but it's a gift I'd give, been given one time, but I wasn't expecting to I would be engaging in proper military operations here in the well, center of the jungle, investigating ancient elf ruins. Uh, I'm afraid uh, I'll have to do in this case. Um, and so uh, I think then uh, we have our, uh, our, our, I suppose, our priorities. Uh, secure the dino pen so it doesn't go and is not released to go cause has havoc. Uh, the mound of dirt in the northeast corner can be used as cover to move to the other side. Um, at that point, uh, we can engage the vampire bat, draw guards away from the bonfire to secure that. And if they're gone long enough, more, more people may trickle over. It's possible, uh, although I suspect that if guards leave and don't come back, uh, their response won't be to simply send more guards to stand where the other ones were. Yeah, we'll see. We should also consider now that they have, well, at least had one cursory attack on them earlier, it's possible they've sent for reinforcements, so the longer we linger, the more likely it is that more will arrive to support them. Oh, uh, agreed. Right. If what you is the cage made out of? You have wood. the same like idea wood. that I did. Excellent. If... Don't know how risky it is, but you could simply shape wood the door closed and shape wood the cage door closed. That and problem what I, is solved. That is what I was thinking, yes. If right. um, if the kobold, if you want to take the kobold alive, then I'll agree to try my best. Otherwise, the moment she throws something disgusting at Buddy or any of us, I'm killing her. Why don't we just shape wood her cottage closed? Because I jumped through a window. Oh. Why don't we just shape wood the window, window closed? Yes, I did. Well, either way, let's go deal with the uh, well, vampire the first. The to everything is shape the wood. <laughs> All right, well, let's do the cage first. The cage first, and then the vampire, and then we're good to go. Indeed, right. uh, and we'll see how uh, how active uh, this cobalt chooses to be in the defense. Um, I trust your judgment. Uh, we'll if, it comes, if it becomes necessary, yeah, we'll take it as it goes. Then we'll handle it. Very I'll, well. I'll start out being unseen. I'll see how much of it I can do. Um, oh. Okay. Indeed, if we can actually seal the dino pen uh, without even drawing any attention, that would be even better. The rest of you follow my lead. I'll bring us in silent. Perfect. Cool. Okay. Um... Right, so then uh, the rest mm. of you... Mm. The rest of you... Uh, or you guys have the rest of the morning and the early afternoon here. <laughs> Jet, you're in my moment. <laughs> you're in my moment, Jet. I know that. Just <laughs> you will make uh, your you way. You wanted us to have chat open. This is what happens. Dang it. That stuff. Dang it. It's okay. Uh, I'm not the one who's supposed to know what the spell yeah, does. Thank you. Thank to you. work your way back over across to the mining pits. 
and I guess we can no longer require additional tokens here. The solution is just to turn into a tree. You would we'll all be able to get up Shake there yourself. relatively early in the afternoon, probably about 2 or 3 p.m., uh, with plenty of hours of daylight left here. And there, before we begin our operations proper against this pit, Shapewood does only work on artwork wood. You, uh, you definitely can't shape wood a cage or a crafted door or anything that's manufactured. It's not instantly overcome any wooden object, the spell. If the cage has been made out of unworked logs... If it was if it was literally logs lashed together, you could shape wood it, absolutely. Okay. Uh, but like doors and planks of a shack, it's not going to work on those. We're going to take our midstream break here, chat. And when we return... I don't get to set anything on fire. We head into... I don't get to shape wood, the door shut... I don't get to throw any fireballs. This sucks. What is the point? The worst campaign ever. Well, no, no, no. The window's been busted open. I, yeah, I suppose I could go like just fart in your house and into leave. the shed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's dangerous. Al- alchemy in there. We will be back exactly. in a couple of minutes. As we come back here, uh, you've spent a few hours traveling the couple of miles back up to the edge of the mining encampment. And, and this time, where previously you had followed a winding trail that worked its way up the outside of this hill coming up from the creek bed that ended up on the western side of the area. And you walked it before with absolutely no troubles. You didn't even know what it was leading to at the time. <laughs> it just was working fine. But kind of supporting that you have seen no sign there's any sort of patrols or anything that are scouting the area. Uh, but you're wanting to come to the northern end of this place, which is largely going to involve you hoofing it up a not terribly steep embankment, but just brute forcing your way up this heavily forested hillside uh, to head to your right and wrap counterclockwise around to the northern end of the mining pit. And you would get there about 2, 3 in the afternoon. Plenty of sun left, but not the height of noon. The group of you arriving uh, probably a little bit further back, but this is as far as the map goes, <laughs> to <laughs> generally here. And this was this place where you had seen the massive cage containing this dinosaur here. Uh, the cage is easily 30 feet in any given direction and seems to be made entirely of just whole logs that have been lashed together into a massive lattice to contain a wildly oversized creature, who at the moment is kind of just laying down on the ground, much like he was when you peeked through the area previously. Uh, almost curled up like a cat, but with a very long neck, so his, his head wrapping all the way around to where his tail is, and his tail wrapping all the way back around the head, sort of hugging himself as he Aww. rests on his own Aww. tail, looking out over the mine. Again, as you approach, the sounds of the jungle largely fall away, save for the winds of the trees. Even the sounds of the errant insects seem to stop largely entirely. A strange, small relief that you find here as you approach the Cineclaw fortification. At least we're free from the mosquitoes. It seems even the ants dare not tread this close to the mine. But as you approach, what are you? What are we doing, party? So I was planning on 
now that we see the cage, does it look unworked enough for me to be able to use Shapewood on it? Uh, realistically, as funny as it was going to be if you'd cast Shapewood in a door to realize it doesn't work, if you know enough about the spell to be capable of casting it, and you're a preparation caster, so you have to ready, you, you would have certainly known that wouldn't work. Uh, but this does look like it is raw logs. Uh, they're lashed together, but the wood itself is entirely unworked. That said, the cave is or the cage is massive. So while you could certainly use your magic to seal the door of it, which is on the southern side facing the mining pit, uh, you would certainly not be able to turn the entire cage into <laughs> solid box. Right. But with two applications of shape, what I could definitely probably seal the door. Oh, we could probably do it. With you can one. seal the door with one. I mean, the, okay. there's only if you if one side of the door is sealed, the door is not moving. Okay. All right. Just over here, a closed, sealed, welded gap of wood on wood over and here. The, the, the door's the, not open. The hinges largely just seem to be that the entire southern face of this cage uh, can swing out entirely. Uh, the western side of it is lashed relatively loosely to a pole so that it can swivel, and uh, the eastern side of it isn't bound entirely together. Uh, there is two different vertical logs. One supporting the eastern side of the cage and one just supporting the northern bars that are held together by a couple of twists of wire. Which could be undone relatively easily. Relatively easily. Not if it's welded. Not if it's not one log. Um, you'll be very exposed since it's on the southern half. You may want to uh, cast an invisibility to mm -hmm. shield yourself. I was also going to throw my voice so that if they did come and hear me, it would be from another direction. It's possible. Although I think you'll be safe well enough. Uh, if it will cost resources to do that, there doesn't seem to be anyone on this side. All right. Um, uh, see you guys on the other side, I suppose. And uh, she'll disappear. With that quick incantation and your uh, invisibility you've used several times before now. I assume you are yep. going to head out here alone. And it's completely unseen, as both the party and the resting dinosaur beast thing are clearly entirely unaware of your presence. Okay. The dinosaur does not appear to be able to see through invisibility. That's good. I would be concerned. I'd be concerned for a huge variety of reasons, honestly. Like, <laughs> I'm not even sure where the concerns would necessarily begin. Uh, but as you approach up to the door, uh, getting close to where the logs connect, where it would swing open, you do see it kind of raise its nose up in the air a bit and I'm gonna, turn its head over towards I'm you. I'm going to cast Negate Aroma. Ooh, that's a spell that exists? Yeah. It's a spell that I take almost any time I know I'm going to go invisible because I know we're dealing with animals and they go by smell. Do you have a, have a card or does that just do exactly sure. what it says it's it does? Literally I'm, just I'm assuming it so it's what it says on the tin, yeah, but I've never it. actually heard Give of this spell in my life. Somewhere in the primal deck. These spell cards are crazy useful, by the way. Where is it? I have it somewhere. Did you take it from me? I don't... I'm going to assume it does what it says. Yes, it just and, literally uh, makes it so they can't smell me. It probably is a verbal component, I assume. It does have so a verbal component. Going which going to have is... to cast. So as, the, which is as you call out from nowhere, uh, the dino quickly, almost startled, rustles up to its feet and uh, backs off a little bit, uh, actually backing off towards the further corner of the cage, like a cornered ramp, largely. His massive body now arced across this corner, head up, turned down towards you, 
uh, tail curled around his legs. Uh, but as your spell completes, he keeps sniffing and then starts kind of swinging his head around back and forth as he sniffs, utterly unclear of what's going on. I will suppress my urge to pet the dinosaur. <laughs> um, and uh, I will start um, quietly uh, casting um, shape wood. Is it quietly, though? It's not that quiet. Because <laughs> I don't think it's... Sorry, she's got solid verbal it's components. <laughs> so, uh... As you cast another spell here at the doorway, which completes relatively quickly and starts to fuse the wood together, uh, the dinosaur stomps around a bit, lowering his head almost kind of like the elephants did, just sort of almost in a pushing motion towards where your voice is coming from, uh, stamping around pretty loudly. And you can see from the other end of the camp it at least gets the attention of some of the boggards in Chiruka sitting near the fire in the infirmary as they just kind of look over at the very upset dinosaur and nothing really visibly happening. As from that great distance, there's no way you can see you marrying two logs together that are basically touching already. Um, just because I have another free cast of it um, in my staff, um, I'm gonna look at another weak point and I'm gonna meld that together too, just to try to give it a little bit more sturdiness from both, from two sides. Just both sides of the door get welded together. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. And uh, with a second casting here, it continues to kind of jump around and get clearly more upset. Uh, confused, scared, seemingly pretty aggressive. Uh, the thing would actually lumber forward a few steps and then swing with its massive neck, slamming the top of its skull against the doorway, which is now sealed, but he is going to break as he uh, actually smack, uh, destroying the wire that's holding them and breaking some of the frame off of the door before stamping back away into his corner. He doesn't completely blast the wall off of its hinges or anything, but he breaks a couple of timbers free okay. from where they're lashed. That does give me an idea for later, um, if necessary, um, but I'm gonna stay uh, invisible and I'm gonna make my way back over to you guys and just kind of tap you to let you know that it's done. Yeah. The rest of you, oh, this is incredibly obvious of what's happening here, even if you can barely make out Resume's voice in the distance. And a bit nerve-wracking. Yeah, and as she returns and just taps on someone, uh, you see one of the boggards walking over from the infirmary, walking over towards the dinosaur cage, starting to make his way up. Um, should we try to <clears throat> lure him behind the refuse pile while he'll be out of sight, and then we can take him? Wouldn't be a bad idea. Okay, uh, let's take cover behind the refuse pile and see if we can lure him over here. Okie dokie. So as he starts to come, let me, it's so many, I guess I could just zoom my working map way out. He starts walk, working his way over here. The group of you are going to move around through this massive refuse pile and I will make us a larger map that's more convenient. Mm -hmm. That is interesting. It's always interesting on digital formats to run these sort of larger scale encounters because mm. it so rarely happens. It's so frequently literal dungeons and corridors and hallways and crypts. But I like the I like the variety. So are you 
just moving over in this general direction, staying like way back in the foliage, or are you trying to get up closer to Probably the... Probably directly behind it, because we need to be able to lure them over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like we can just like make like innocuous noises, like like make like... clap. No, no, not clap, but like, like drop, <laughs> drop rocks. Ka-ka! Yeah. No. Ka-ka! So majestic. I, I can be more... I can be more subtle about it because I'm invisible. I'll just kind of make noises like leading over here. Ah, <laughs> uh, shenanigans, I love it. They're yes, this is a perfect plan. This is a perfect I'll plan. I'll actually just go... And then so, say, I'm an elephant, out as loud. You, uh, <laughs> as you all kind of move up, making your way making your way over behind this refuse pile here for uh, some cover to wait for this boggard to approach and see what happens. Um, what are you What are you guys all, like, doing? Obviously, she's sneaking via invisibility. What are the rest of you doing? I mean, I'm sneaking. Are, you, are we all sneaking? Pretty sure we're following I think we're the following expert. the expert. Oh, we're following the expert on Espus' stealth. Right, that's the thing. You have that cool uh, feat now for that. Yes. So everybody's also, everyone's all trying to stay hidden. You wouldn't really notice until the side of the refuge pile blasted outward the motions of the truly enormous spider that appears to just kind of have been living inside it. And as he bursts forth no like a... survives contact. Like a trapdoor beast, a second and third erupt out alongside him. Well, this is clearly what's causing the... Uh... Really, what's causing the? Uh... I'm definitely gonna need some initiative. Yeah. God, I hate spiders. No plan survives contact with the enemy. Hey, your plan got relatively far, to yeah, be dude, fair. Wait, do we all use stealth for initiative? Do you, anyone can use stealth for initiative? Ooh, if you want. Oh, good. Oh, wow. Every, uh, if I, if you, you do not are, have to, you can use perception. If you are going to use the plus one from me, however, I'm gonna have to roll perception for mine. I. Don't. No, you can do visual. No, it, my feet specifically states oh. that I have to be doing perception. Well, I mean, it's up to you, good sir. Do you I'm, want to call I'm, it a warning or not? No, I'm, I can do a visual, but I have to, I have to do it with perception is the thing. So I'm going to do that with you. Okay. okay, perfect. So everybody will get a plus one. Yay. Beautiful spider sounds. <laughs> oh, Cyrus. Please don't. Escape. I Kill love it with you fire. So much. Except okay, so fire is no good now. Yeah. Oh, no, it's perfectly fine against spiders, yeah, probably. What are they going to do? They have little cinder claw badges. I'm so sure. here's, the, here's the problem I have. Shape poop? I pulled him off of his bed. I have a spoot. There's the giant tarantula from the Beast Jerry box. Yeah, that works. And uh, unless I am blind, which is totally possible, uh, the Age of Ashes pawn box does not have these specific thingies. They're like, so what idiots have, would totally run into these things? We have two other vaguely mini-limbed things that are a roper and a pup. <laughs> that so seems legit. Those are spiders. Don't bully me. <laughs> They're spiders. Alrighty. Resume. I don't like any of those things. Um, resume. You're at your initiative count. Uh, is a uh, 26. We do need initiative first. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Before we start doing stuff. Uh, Dalren. Uh, I actually have a 32. Ooh. Big lad. Yeah, did, did. 34. Oof. Oh. <laughs> I was almost, I was almost first class. You're not. Idiot. Could have been a contender. Uh, yeah, I'm also I'm 32. I'm gonna hand you that. That's low right. for you. Who wants to go first? 32. You can go first. Oh, okay. And that brings us to rare. 28. The hero pointed it to. Uh, yeah, I had the 22. Top of, res- uh, top of a resume, and then we have Spider Oon. Uh, coming in with a 20. 
They're pretty large, and although they're kind of getting the drop on you here, they're not very fast about it. Spider 2, coming in with a 27. They have a leg up on right us. Right below me. There we go. Put these so they actually say 1 and 2 and stuff in the back, so I know what I'm doing. And Spider 3. I take one mental damage. <laughs> also there. <laughs> so, as this pile of mud here is erupting outward, uh, which has become clearly the den of a trio of massive spiders, it's inc like they're not subtle at all. Uh, you would certainly have time to react before they're upon you. And, buddy, you're up first. Uh, I'm going to. Um, I want to move in between Rue and Rizmay. Okay. Uh, Jason to the spider. And then I'm going to uh, try and uh, shove the spider back with my hammer. I don't know if it's back in your hole. Get back, get back, get back, get back. I don't want any Girl Scout cookies. Okay, so that's a 26. 26 will succeed. So you kind of shove him back down into his den. And then I will raise my shield. Yeah, the kind of a cascade of mud falling back down as he erupts off the beaver and immediately rushes over and just, no, you don't. Dalren. Uh, oh dear. <laughs> uh, how far has that boggart gotten? Uh, the boggart is about halfway across the field here. He would be making his way past this little hut right now. And with these spiders blasting out again, they're not subtle. It would sort of, <laughs> as you could barely see around the northern end of the mud pile, you can't really see his reaction. Okay. Uh, that would be about how far he would have been. As you get here, because the pile is huge. Huge, can't, like he can't see, can't see it. All right, yeah. that's fine. All right, so that's not where he was when he came around. All right, so we we may if we're quick about it, this we might be able to put this down. Um, so no time for subtlety. Uh, crackle, <laughs> pull up. Uh, let's see. Uh, Esphus uh, is kind of might get overwhelmed here, so I'm going to rush back. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. 30, 35, right behind, next to Esphus there. Okay. Um, and uh, flip that D-Sum up over Esphus's shoulder and just stab into this giant thing. Okay. Back in your hole, you. Except not with a shove, with a, a poke. <laughs> oh, that's not very good. Uh, that's a 21. 21 will hit him. Oh, it it's will? Just, it's a giant spider. It's not like, it's not fast, nor is it super armored or anything. Oh, all right. Well, this not quite fast or armored spider is going to take 26 lightning damage. Okay, and that would be... They do, however, look like they are relatively sturdy. Just by prodigious size alone. Fair enough. Didn't we already fight one of these? Probably a little while ago. I'm going to... giant tarantula. These are... Uh, these are a little bit different than the spider that had come upon you back at Hunter's Gate. Uh, these things are... Well, they're not hairless, but their hair seems to be much more matted as they live in this huge mud pile. Uh, they're much leaner. Certainly, uh, their legs a lot narrower. N none of them actually look like that tarantula. They look like this token, which if you guys want to have nightmares forever, I don't. Really. Um, Absolutely, I can it's go okay. Ahead and just no, 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 really, it's these. okay. It's, uh... <laughs> What's their scientific name? Just so I can, you know, biologically differentiate them from the previous spiders we fought. Arachnid horribleus. Oh, Big spider. Horribleus, uh, Legidius, uh, Bernadus. Okay. Anyway, all right, so uh, I will hunt prey the one in front of me, and then I will um, use the feet that allows me to step and strike, or strike and step. So I will step backward and shoot him with a longbow. 
22. Yeah, probably hit him. 22 will hit. Oh, okay. Oh, God, he just gets bigger every time we hit him. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Please. I don't like it. Please. I don't like it. I don't like it. Uh, that's uh, 15 points of piercing into okay. an abdomen. And then I will hunt and shot. Two more shots. Get in your hole. 26. 26 hits. And... 23. 23 also hits. So quickly laying three arrows into this spider. I don't like it. I don't like that thing. No, sir. <laughs> get, 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 get. Second arrow. Uh, 15 more points of magical piercing damage. Okay. Third arrow. 13 more points of magical piercing damage. All right. And, uh, plink, plink, plink. And this, uh, with you and Dalren setting upon this thing, together you've done 69 damage to it. Nice. Uh, and a quick flurry. <laughs> pretty nice. nice indeed. But... It doesn't really seem to be terribly bothered. Uh, you've knocked through its chitin, its exoskeleton in various places, and there's clear injuries, but your weapons are just so small compared to this thing's girth that it's not even close to slowing down. Persistence is key. Perhaps we should consider backing off before we get discovered and let them deal with this. And I'll draw my scimitar and step back into the tree line as far back as I can move in one action. Okay, well, I, think I can move the map if you no, that, want that, to move literally all of your uh, enemies. No, I was just going to... Oh, is it there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you don't need to move everything. You're so close. It's okay, we'll just we'll, fix we'll just everything. We'll have to move everything again. <laughs> you can't see the close end of the screen. Yeah, so I'll just move to there, and if I will... If only you were uh, taller. My chair's all the way up. <laughs> Man, that was the best wine ever. <laughs> you want to actually... Actually, rather than drawing my scimitar... Uh, I'm gonna cast a new cantrip called for not new, just new for me, called Forbidding Ward. Okay. And uh, Resume is gonna get a plus one from this one right here to AC and saves. Okay. Mm. Right, well, this middle spider now, as it's getting lashed out and shot and whapped, is pretty upset. And as he erupts out of his hole, uh, as you're stabbing and launching at him, is going to just strike out almost in a flicking motion with one foreleg out towards Espus. Uh, it's going to be striking outward for... A villain point. A villain point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's funny if it is. Um, <laughs> it's just going to grab you, you and <laughs> under the mud pile. From Deadly Doll. Oh, the betrayal. Oh, I told you. Yeah, I told right. you. Oh. He saved it. Essence. He saved it. Let me offer you this Deadly dagger. Doll, I told you. <laughs> Do you feel it in your back? Do you feel that dagger in your back? <laughs> What's on that die? That's a 20, good sir. So, <laughs> Deadly Doll, Deadly Doll's what I emotes said. are amazing in the I chat. this. I called this a week ago. Man. You were gonna nat 20 s It turned a nat 1 into a nat 20. Well, go ahead. It's fine. Max damage, too, huh? Uh, you take 31 bludgeoning damage. Actually, it's that's, that's betrayal damage right there. And it there. knocks you over. Striking you prone. As it, it scuttles, just, it just bah. it just whack-a-moles you into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> scuttles a little further out of its hive here to bring its fangs to bear against Dalren. As it races up towards the source of these strikes, what's that dice say? 
That is a mm. 20. You know, I blame this on Deadly Doll. It's entirely this is the his dice fault. that you gave me. You gave me this d20. Um, <laughs> That's why it's lashing out so violently at him. With a 32 on a natural 20. That will regular hit me. Not a natural 20, so it's critical. I mean, I mean. It is uh, seemingly very, very incensed by your attack. Gonna bear down on Dalren, almost pulling him entirely into its maw, which at first looks to be two fangs before it's the set of mandibles hiding behind it. Reach out to grab around him. Four. <laughs> 40 piercing damage. Okay, that's pretty good. I don't need you to make me a fortitude save. I can do that. Hang on, still doing subtraction. <laughs> Math is hard. I have like two different hit point pools, so. That's true, you did rage, even temp hit pool. Uh, fortitude save is 28, and it's a critical if I pass. Okay, so then you will critically see. It's, a, Ooh, it's one worse best. because he crit you, so it's a regular success still, so you're still not playing. Oh, is that like a... Oh, okay. All yeah, because right. it's from the critical hit. Yeah, because he critically hit you. Is that like a, a, a core mechanic of the game? Or yeah. Is that, so. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm pretty true. sure if you get hit with by your crit with the poison, it's either two doses at once or you're one stage worse. Either way, you're going to succeed, so you're not going to get anything. Yay! Um, <laughs> Resme, and uh, before we go any further here, P Fred Zero. Esvis, <laughs> again, here, take this. Take this hero point. Thank you, uh, P Fred Zero. Take this hero point from a not trader. He <laughs> <laughs> gave it to me last week and li literally called it that I was still gonna have it next week and it was gonna get used to create you and I can't even actually. It wasn't even intentional. I just used it to reroll and I looked over like, who's that? Oh, it's Deadly Dolls. Oh, it's a 20. <laughs> even more specifically, I said that that dice was gonna be the dice that killed you. Well, it didn't. So it didn't kill, kill you, you but it might get you killed. Resume. We'll see. Um. Resume uh, will drop invisibility um, because clearly it's not gonna work anymore. Um, and then uh, she will uh, intone out and she will cast Shockwave um, at the two spiders um, coming this way and they will need to make- uh, the, the top two or the bottom two? The bottom two. Okay, so the, the top was pretty in, much in his The ones who are again. in my cone. The reflex save, right? Yep. Or is it 42 saves? Uh, give me a minute and I'll tell you. Um, it's probably reflex. Probably reflex. It's a 21 if it's reflex. And a 25 if it's reflex. Um, the first one is going to fail. Um, the second one is going to succeed. So prone, prone. and then it's, uh, I think it's stunned one. Stunned one. Yeah. And then the second one is just, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's prone and then stunned one. So the first spider goes prone. First spider's prone, second spider's stunned. It's stunned one. Okay. And then uh, I will uh, sh back up. What are you backing up to? Uh, where Rur is, because it looks Rur really nice and green in Off there. Off of the tree line, it looks nice. Ding, 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 ding. Um, and... Five is going to come around the corner. Ooh. As far as these spiders Spider. come erupting out of here, this is pretty loud, honestly. Uh, you can hear shouting in Mwangi from the other side of the pile, which is probably pretty alarming to three who don't speak Mwangi. Uh, but the two of you do, you would hear Boggard calling out, It got spooked by spiders! Stupid lizard! <sighs> Thank God for stupid. And uh, the first spider is going to crawl back up out of its hole here towards Buford. <laughs> and as you're just kind of right up in front of him, Try to bite down on you. Uh, he's gonna snap 
these little fangs for 32. Uh, and that uh, that does end up hitting. And as he bites, you are going to take 18 points of piercing damage. I need a fortitude save from you. Okie dokie. A fortitude save of uh, 29. 29 solid. You're going to be poisoned. Um, and as you're still just, as he bites on you, his massive fangs just reaching around your shield and your whole body, his fangs larger than you are, you're not moving, to his surprise. So he's going to try to use his bulk to physically push you out of the way so we can come out of his trapdoor and do trapdoor spider stuff. <laughs> uh, so he's going to have to shove you against your 4DC with a 21. And I am a stout being. <laughs> <laughs> you are holding a spider in its hole as he's trying to eat you. Get, 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 get. Um, the bottom spider... Is flat-footed, by the way, not stunned one. Ah, flat-footed. Okay, I was like, wow, you get the worst thing for succeeding? Yeah. Like, uh, he's gonna kind of stumble out of his little hive here, uh, out of his hole, out of the mud pile, and see this battle happening next to him. And as he sees his prey, two of you, he is going to kind of scrape the ground and flip both of his front legs up, not necessarily striking you with them, uh, but loosing... Uh, what at first looks like a little barrage of mud that's clung to its legs, but strikes through like darts as these tiny but thick barbed hairs shed off of his legs. And I need Espis and Dalren to make me reflex saves. I was going to say, if it used sand attack, <laughs> our accuracy is down. <laughs> that's a 23. 23 will fail, so you're going to take full damage. 30, and if I pass, I critically succeed. So you're going to take no damage then, so you uh, you do critically succeed then. So, Esfis, I guess largely using Dalren for cover here. <laughs> as Dalren is going to take 11 points of piercing damage. Okay. And that will bring us back to Buddy. Uh, okay, I am going to bring my hammer up and just smack this one right in the face. I'm still held, right? Grab, grab. No, he didn't grab you. He just oh, bit on you. Oh, he just tried, he just tried to... Okay, okay, okay. for okay, flavor. Okay, okay. Yeah, he big and bite. You're not actually, like, grapple at all. Okay. Um, so that is a uh, 23. 23 will hit. That's for um, 10 damage. Okay. Then I'm going to try and uh, shove him. So that is for a 25 minus 25. 25 minus 5? No, that is with a minus 5. 25? Just go back in the hole again. And then I will shield back up again. (laughs) (laughs) This is great. We can play this game. All right, so while Buford is single, uh, <laughs> handling, handling one of them by himself, how's Dalaran doing? Uh, apparently trying to handle two. We'll see how it goes Good for luck, me. Good <laughs> <laughs> I got your back. Um, so uh, this thing is inspired Dalaran. He's got some pokes. He's got needles sticking in him. But it's okay. These things are bugs. They're not going to get to me. They're not to get to me. I have a dragon soul. It's better than this. So it's going to try to push this thing off him, get a bit of clearance, uh, flower this uh, geese arm, and give a wide swipe. Uh, and with a swipe feat, because they are adjacent, I'm gonna they go are adjacent. hit them both with one attack. Ooh. I think I, I think I roll on You roll one, one attack, I and roll it one resolves attack. against both armor classes. Okay, yep. perfect. And uh, the bottom one may be flat-footed? I'm sure. I don't know if he's still flat-footed. Uh, he's prone. The top one is prone. That one's prone, but I mean, the bottom one, I, I don't know if it lasts. Has his turn come up again? Yeah, he yeah, his turn did then, come yeah, up Then, yeah, no, he's... Okay. Maybe it's still in my turn. Okay, we take... Yes! This is the crit festival happening over here. Uh, He bites into you and you swing your geese arm cleanly through both of them. They're just bugs. They're not going to get you. Yeah, just. They're around. I had to talk myself up. Battering through. Uh, Let's see. So 28 times 2. 56 56 lightning. 
56 lightning damage. Okie dokie. Nice. Um, what's 56 plus nice? Nice. 56 plus nice. That's not how math works. Okay. 125. Oh, 96. Okay. And then 56. Oh, nice is 16. On the other one. And I believe that leaves you with an action left. Uh, it leaves me with uh, an action left, yeah. And um, so I've got a flat footed thing right in front of me that I just slash through. So. And now it looks, with that massive cut, you have probably entirely removed at least one leg with that swipe. And he has gone from bearing down on you to, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's go ahead and give it its other leg back. So take that geese arm and stab it. <laughs> Do it again! What is happening? Okay, we so. We hate uh, the spider so much. You crit me! I crit you! Uh, you are easily, while this thing is prone in front of you, going to near bisect it with this barbarian fury. Like, I don't know. If you want to roll damage, go for it. But he's got ten health it's, left. Uh, it's a lot. Yeah. So. It's like that's fifty-six was the last one. This is yeah. So that's fifty-eight that time. Oh my gosh. Fifty-eight. Yeah. Fifty-eight damage. You would absolutely just shear this thing clean in half, uh, leaving just an oozing, battered husk of a spider left. I don't know if the spider can. The other spiders are can kind of understand how combat goes, but I'll just kind of go on a guard stance and glare at the other one, but not so much that I have to take an action. Activity. I will stand back up, spit out a little bit of blood as my ribs and diaphragm were crushed. I'm going to hunt prey this one. <laughs> plink, plink. And I'm going to step and strike. So I'm gonna go diagonal, get away from this thing. Yeah, there we go. And shoot an arrow at it. And I'm gonna just throw jail the jail. Jailbreak. 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 The bad dice are getting out. You know what? It wants out. I'm gonna let it try. Okay, okay, okay. Let's see a 20. Hey, hey, boss. No. Okay. 25. Uh, 25 will hit, though. Card fell. Thank you so much. If it would have been a natural 20, that would have been crazy good. Uh, so that's gonna be 11 points of magical piercing damage from an arrow. Alrighty. That's reactions, right? Yep. Rear. Well, that looked like it hurt a lot. So. Chad wanted to point out that uh, you did 112 damage in a single strike. Because it was 56 to two mm -hmm. spiders. That's true. Uh, <laughs> and then you did 58 damage on your second strike. Yeah, those no, 20s are a magical thing, I'll tell you. Right. So, I'm going to go on ahead and <laughs> fix all that damage that just happened to you, channeling the blessing of Saren Ray to give you healer's blessing, Ooh. and then smack you with the two action heal spell. Also doing three damage. What is he like? So, give me a pepper or something? <laughs> 25. 25 plus 32 plus 9. Uh, 25 <laughs> plus 32 plus 9 is I am that, that equals 76. Full. It always is. Yeah. 76. Because it's 32 plus. I think it's 66. Yeah. Oh, no, you're right. Wait. 66. 66. 25 plus 32, so 25 plus 25 plus 7, so 57 plus yeah, 9. 966, yeah, you're right. And uh, that's all three years, I believe. Yeah, that's, so that's a full turn. <laughs> How you feeling, buddy? Feel like I could take on the world. <laughs> um, Resme will pop out of the bushes, look up at it, the spider that's in front of Dalran and cast a three-action magic missile on it since she's hidden. <laughs> it's there, why not? Fair it's enough. There, why not? Uh, so it gets to make me a save. I don't think it does no, anything. No, that's magic right, magic. Ma stuff. You just roll numbers. I just roll. Just do damage. I haven't done this spell in a while. 
Hey, you haven't actually. Just the third level. I'm right? not looking forward to like ninth level magic missile dice. Stuff is gonna get hard to roll at high levels, and I'm unclear at the moment on how exactly we're gonna handle it. Because uh, just roll one, because I'm all out. I got like. 35 DA Ow. attacks and like level 20 monsters. So, I mean, I'm not not positive how we're doing that quite yet. We'll figure it out. We get five. We're just going to get a virtual dice roller. We, just I, we may have to. We may literally have to use a virtual die roller for high level. Five you clearly don't play Warhammer. 23. I can uh, parse like a double handful of D6s in that much time. Well, yeah, but that's right, so specific D6. As these three rockets crash into the southernmost spider, he does appear. Six technically. Uh, to six missiles crash, and he does definitely seem to be getting a bit more wounded. This spider is going to push back out again, just kind of <laughs> legs folded in front of itself, just barreling forward uh, with all the force it can muster to try and just shove Buford out of its freaking hole um, with a natural one. So it falls down. <laughs> <laughs> it goes to push you, and it's I'm, all mud, I'm and its legs slip out. I'm ready for it with my shield, and I just can kind of Tell me how back. the ground tastes, little man! <laughs> and I think it's completely... <laughs> stuck in its dumb little tunnel. Uh, it is going to lash out, flinging a uh, leg towards you. It's gonna feel. It's gonna feel some fear with it. It's gonna feel like a little bit of a glimpse of you know. Maybe even today's not the day. Maybe I should go back in my. Oh, it does damage or when it attacks. Oh, I guess it's when it does. Just damage. have to actually hit you because I don't know if this hits you. Uh, because it is six lower than that, so it's a twenty-six. I did not. Yeah, it's got to hit you. So you go and save your reaction. It's got to hit you first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's going to just flip the leg one more time. Yeah. And uh, it's that second one just lashing out almost wildly from the side of the mud pile, doing nothing. Meanwhile, the southernmost spider is going to raise its leg up and just bash it down over Dalren's head. <laughs> it's just whap. Uh, with a 24. Uh, 24 will actually just hit me because I don't take it seriously. I still don't take it seriously. Nope. That contempt. And uh, as it smashes into you, you are going to take uh, 10 points of bludgeoning damage. So it's not so much damage, but it does knock you down, flattening you against the, the earth before Block. it rushes up to uh, follow up on that with a bite. Uh, which is going to like a 17. So Kick those, just, yeah. kick those little fangs away. <laughs> get, get, get. All right, buddy. Uh, I'm going to, uh, as it's down in front of me, I guess I'll just, you know, take a nice swinging hit here. Um, <laughs> so this Stop is it. a uh, 32. 32 will critically hit. <laughs> and this, then, this spider doesn't have good pattern recognition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's having a difficult time. Uh, This poor um, spider. I actually kind of feel bad for him. I don't. The spider's then, just getting bullied by the other <laughs> up in the corner. You know, all the spider has to do for it to stop is just to sit in its hole and yeah. stay there. <laughs> I'm, going to, I'm going to try and, uh, and, and make that point as I'm going to, on its back, try and shove it back into Roll the it. <laughs> just roll it back into the net. Did you get that 20? No, I no, got an 18. 18. Close so, enough. So uh, 18 plus 15. 33. 33. <laughs> 28. Uh, yeah, 28. Second, 28. Minutes, yeah, 28. Still gonna definitely succeed in the universe. And then I <laughs> shink as my shield goes back, back down into the mud. <laughs> Shove it, pack it back into the mud pile. You live in here. You stay. You stay. stay. Stop. Yep. yep. Bad. <laughs> Get back. <laughs> what action left? No, I'm no. Shielded. Shielded. Yeah. No. <laughs> All right. Ah, oh, just. Just kind of roll with the thing, just scramble back up uh, to my feet, 
Um, this spider is just on me, but I mean, Dalren, clearly these spiders are no problem. Dalren is just completely doesn't take him seriously. He just kind of spits at the spider and then just sweeps the geese arm to try to take a, take a leg off. Oh, that's a natural one. I, I swept with the Taking wrong end. Taking him too not seriously. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh God, the sharp end is on this side. Re, 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 redo my grip. All right. Ha! <laughs> just hit the body, hit the body. Uh, that's not great. That's a 16. Uh, 16 is going to glance off as well as you try to struggle up and get your bearings there on your feet again. Um, uh, and uh, third action. You it, stood up. Oh, I did stand Estus. up. Crud. I have that problem too. <clears throat> standing up, I always You mentally about. discount standing up. Just, it's a, it's a like, recurring yeah, issue. I'm going to move on back here so I can stop taking volley penalty. Nope. <laughs> Come back to the tree line, gang. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm going to hunt a shot for two attacks. First attack, 33. 33 will critically hit. And second, um, yeah, I'm going to hero point that one. That hero point is the last one from Deadly Doll. Okay. Give me a natural 20. That's not bad. Um, that'll be a 27, so hit the crit. will hit, so hit the crit. All right. So let me gather dice. Why are numbers hard? Um, here we go. All right, so this will be the crit. So that's, that's uh, 22 points of damage. Okay. So magical piercing, and the second attack is uh, 14 points of magical piercing. And uh, with that, that spider is still alive, but it is hanging by a thread there. Then I'll take a third shot at it. <laughs> well, given that. <laughs> oh, given that, yeah. Yeah, okay, we should shoot him again. Sounds good. And I'll just, that one just clinks off the off the chitin. Alrighty, that will bring us to Rur. Realistically, uh, can only see one spider at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard anything else out of that boggart, have I? No, but you are on the other side of a massive, like, this mountain's probably 15, 20 feet tall. It's a humongous pile of mud and refuse. Biggest sense of deja vu. Huh. Have huh. you ever, like, just told Rur at some point you can only realistically see one spider at this point before? Like, has that ever happened? Probably uh, in yeah, the Renali cave. cave. Yeah, yeah, in, yeah the, in the, the Renali cave. Wow. Okay, with the You're trying right. to cast Like, my head just yeah. went, crazy. Glitch in the Matrix. And I was like, what, <laughs> what? <laughs> I guess I probably have said that sentence to her before. Well, then I'm going to go on ahead and forbidding ward on Dalrin and the spider and cast shield on myself. I just throw up the, uh, yeah. throw up the team. Protections. Resume. Um, Resume uh, will look over and uh, she knows that that spider's in there and she sees that that spider's really hurt. Um, so she's going to cast out an electric arc. Okay. Uh, I too far. Definitely only going to hit the one spider. That's fine. She'll do the one in front of Dalrin. Still a zap is a zap. That's a reflex save, right? It is. He is going to get a 32. Okay, that's going to succeed, so he'll take half damage. Does not critically succeed anymore. We have become large lads now. Yeah. With large numbers. It's kind of weird when, like, the twin lepers are kind of like, you could probably destroy this entire city. I'm like, seriously? Really? You think we're that bad? That's crazy. I don't know with what you just did to those two spiders. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, so he'll go ahead and he'll take eight damage. Uh, eight damage is actually going to be enough to stop his attacks there as his lightning wrecks through him and a couple final twitches. He just kind of collapses over onto one side, legs askew, and 
stops moving. And because I never believe that I'm not going to get hit, I'm going to cast shield. It's always a good thing to, uh, good confidence to keep. <laughs> Tom oh, Spider. Spider. <laughs> Tom Spider. Their battle continues. <laughs> That's very make a further attempt. <laughs> they can the, uh, be taught. I'm going to, I'm going to uh, look at him kind of. Hey. I can't really see him at this point. He well, shoved him back in there. You look at the, the, ground, the mud pile where to, he came from. Then I'm going <laughs> nope, to uh, nope, 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 kind no. of readjust my armor. and Well, uh, this one seems to be properly cowed. So uh, I guess we move on, eh? <sighs> okay. <sighs> Those are so Didn't exactly go to plan. Oh, goodness. Where's that boggart? So as, uh, as this fight finishes here, and it sounds kind of quiet, you can still hear the very distant tink of metal picks on stone and the sound of the wind in the trees and it, not much else. Is it entirely possible that that didn't raise an alarm? It is possible. They are dumb. And I, we might have actually saved ourselves about the uh, the dinosaur going all crazy because... I guess the spiders would distract the dinosaur. Yeah. Yeah. Let's move. Okay. Okay. All right. Further south then. Uh, so... Uh, Next one, she'll be the vampire and lure out some more boggers. I believe that was the next stage of the plan. That's on the other side of the camp. Uh, do you want to hit the yeah? So we the building then. Yeah, I guess we'd better go back and uh, go back and. We could circle back around to the, the other tree side. Tree cover over there. Tree cover and then yeah. circle back around. Yeah, that's a good idea. Okay. All right, perfect. So uh, lead the way, please. So you can move out into the tree line again. As you do, you see a boggard. He's kind of. <laughs> Slowly stroll up around the side, <laughs> just kind of peeking, and it uh, doesn't look like he has a care in the damn world <laughs> as he comes around this pile. Then he looks, and he sees what appears to be a massive mud spider that's been cleaved completely in half, and another one that has been fried with some bits of singed grass around it from lightning blast, and uh, kind of a surprising amount of blood. And he looks, I just sort of was looking across it, and starts looking off towards the tree line. So, uh, how does your stealth thingy work? So, it's one roll using the lowest modifier. Buddy, what's your stealth modifier? <laughs> Zero. So, but you get... Um, Plus two. There, there was something else on top of that. Right? Yeah. There? Get, <laughs> wasn't there, wasn't yeah. there something you else? You, you, from... get, you get it like your expert, I believe, so your proficiency, which I imagine is untrained. It is untrained. Would be a sure. four from his expert because you're following the expert. And then you get an additional plus two from the feet. So your stealth would actually be a six. What right if now. I don't want to follow the leader? But he have no. index? Ah, I do stealth yourself. It's just worse. Oh, it is? Yeah, if he's a master in stealth and you're following him with his feet, it's just worse to not follow him. Oh, okay. Because you just get a plus two over what you would be an expert. And like, even if we all bailed on him, it, it'd just be buddy, except without all of that bonuses. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I just does, didn't it understand make it, it work that way. Um, so I'm pretty sure. You are rolling at a plus six. Who, do you want to roll it, or does Buford want to roll it? Because I don't particularly care. Because you get I his, mean, you get his plus four from his expert modifier, here. and you get plus two from his uh, his feet. <clears throat> I mean, I'm following the expert here. I say we'll leave it up to Buddy. Do it. Oh. Buddy, okay. roll it. I am stealthy. I'll use my blue die, because that's probably more stealthy. Lower his cap down. Uh, that's a 12. But I could probably session re-roll that. If Might be worth maybe spending okay, the session. This time for sure. Uh, that's an eight. <laughs> Total. Oh. <laughs> he like stands behind a sapling and just stands so, really still, shiny armor. 
fat man, skinny post. <laughs> As this boggard looks around, looks at the tree line, his eyes pretty clearly fall on Buford. Whole plate is shimmering, but spattered with mud. <laughs> pretty clearly sees the group of you. So, are, uh, is this... Some initiative back up real quick here. As it's it's quite obvious that he That's does notice right? you there. Everybody get a plus one. If Buford is ready for <laughs> I it. was huh? ready naturally. Uh, that was uh Destronets giving me an initiative re-roll. Yeah, yeah, he said roll it. Yeah, it's on the corner. Okay. Hey. I'm gonna session re-roll that. Because I was in that one and Fire I don't want in that one. Worst thing that's ever happened. That's not a one. Oh, I think I have all the session rolls now. <laughs> We will take that improvement. There you go. <clears throat> Okie dokie. Stealth. Uh, uh, 35. So ready to fight, though. Dalren. So ready to fight. He knew he wasn't going to hide. Uh, yeah, I'm like, yeah. 31. <laughs> Stealth. Resume. 30. Ah. We're counting backwards, we're 20. <laughs> we I really had hope in the stealth. we skipped a bunch of numbers. Esmus. 37. Ooh. I was the only one apparently that had faith in the stealth. Bombard the elf in stealth. Bombard lad is in fact going to come in above Rur, but only above Rur, and only just as he doesn't even immediately seem to fully understand what it is he's seeing. So be like around here, realistically. Do we need a token for him? Uh, here is exactly his token. <laughs> hey, special box. Check him out. Have a bugard. And uh, Esvis, give me the first here. The moment I see that Buddy is exposed, <laughs> you're like, We're made. You know myself. What? I mean, out of everyone. <laughs> exclamation mark. Exclamation point over Espus. And uh, just, all right, I'm going to hunt, pray, hunt a shot. So, first shot is a 34. A uh, 34 will critically hit. Second shot, I'm going to not have a natural one. I'm going to hero point that one. Uh, that goes up to a 25. 25 will hit. Okay. So, <clears throat> on the normal hit, it is 17 points of magical piercing. Okay. On the normal hit? On the normal hit. Nice. How is that possible? That's an eight and a six. And I have weapon specialization against my, <gasps> or weapon damage against my, uh, the seventh level out, boys. Weapon specialization right, is coming online. Right. Oh, that's right. And he's also pinned. He's, he's pinned in place. Yeah. <laughs> Agitate time. Aw, frowny face. Um, and then 17 points on the crit because I rolled abysmally low. It's not possible. It's time something, unless you have something that doesn't multiply. The deadly doesn't doesn't multiply. Yeah, deadly doesn't multiply. Uh, all right, deadly. fair enough. Yeah. So 17, 17, two arrows, one sticking down. There's like pinning him down to the ground. The other kind of stuck to the side of his torso as he doubles over in pain. Third shot because <laughs> I can. <laughs> Is a natural one. Is he down to one? Uh, yeah, I'm down to one hero point. Okay. Buddy. So I, uh... Oh, how much time has passed between the two fights before the bogger came around the corner? Like, maybe 45 seconds. 45 seconds? seconds? Okay, so seconds, I have... probably. 30 seconds? You're actually probably... Okay. You couldn't rage quite yet, I don't think. Uh, but I have, five, I have five more rounds on my healer's blessing. Oh, okay, fair enough. But yes, I also can't rage. Uh, I drop my hammer, and my spike shields come down. And I just blast. <laughs> I don't know how this works. <laughs> <laughs> Aim that direction, and that's as good as we're going to go. Ooh, Very good, nice. actually. Okay, so that's uh, 16 plus 17. 33. 
And there you go. It is exactly the same roll as if it was a, it's still a plus one striking shield spike. Only yeah. use your dexterity thing. Oh, um, okay. So, so that would be minus. So 29. Four. So 29. Yeah, minus four. Yeah, 29. Uh, 29? Yeah. yeah. It's going to critically hit. Yay! And then. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. the damage on that? Yeah. Oh, gosh. It was a, a, a two ones there. Um, uh, plus. Plus anything? Strength or anything? Or just. Uh, for shield spikes is. Shield, spike. shield spikes is one. Yeah, it says it's four. exactly the same as it does, so I'm pretty sure it's. Uh, so, yeah, so you that'd be six damage. Yeah. Yeah. So Inexplicably, six damage, I think it's okay. And then that did crit, 12. So, so 12. Yeah. And uh, as that strike spikes, uh, strike. Spike strikes him. Well, that's that's a weird tongue twister today. Uh, hitting him right solidly in the chest with Buford's first effort here. It sticks into him and he just falls over face first in the mud. Nice. Hey, Dalrin's gonna run out, know, grab him, and drag him behind the. You know, the shield is. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I can't make the DC 10 athletics. Oh, no, <laughs> natural ones exist. I mean, even with a natural one, do I? So hauling this uh, boggard athletics. quickly. Yeah, I'm not not quite there. Not quite there. Back behind the pile. Buford <laughs> probably off his new shield here. Yeah, that, that was that was, that was amazing. The thing shoots out. It doesn't even like Ezra's has got a long one. It's a pretty good shot. But Zero still obviously have arc at long distances. He aims up a bit. Your shield seems to fly unerringly. It shot out like a bullet. Pinpoint, boom, exactly What's into his bullet? chest, and it took him down. This is a real nifty. It's like a sling. Yeah, we haven't played Slings, bullets. Slings don't drop. They have not. Yeah. You literally met Stoutmore. We haven't seen him shoot. You know it. what guns are. <laughs> I don't know what guns are. Freaking hit scans, shield spikes here. <laughs> so he falls. Largely without making a sound, because he just got hit with a couple of arrows and a shield spike. So thumb, he went thumb, down thumb. like immediately. So what, what were we doing? Walking that way, right? Uh, yep. Yes, yes, walking this way. Uh, first off, though, uh, let's just pat through him real quick and see what he's got on him, uh, just so we can, because he'll probably have similar gear to everybody else over there. Uh, good to, yeah. Patting when him I, over. When I say go right, it means this way. I didn't know if it's your right or my right, and we don't even have it written down on my gloves anymore. Wow. <laughs> you had that? That's amazing. You can't know. <laughs> next time. Wait, I've got you next time. Weren't we facing the same direction? So no, he was in front of me. The Doesn't bugger, the sign ri sunrise anyway. in the west? The bugger had a... a Fairly large uh, quarter staff that he was walking with, uh, much like the ones that the Indian Furby had, and he had this one crossbow hanging at his hip. Uh, he's got some little bits drawn around him, uh, little fetishes, bones, and trophies, but he doesn't have anything in the way of actual like, armor or clothing, really. Um, any runes inscribed in any of that gear? Uh, doesn't appear to be now. Okay. Got a badge. Does uh does have a Cinder Claw badge? Let's take and it. Add it to the collection. <laughs> that's the real reason why we came yeah, over here. Yeah, that's why we're here. Be honest. It's like collecting dog tags in Metal Gear Solid 2. Yeah, I feel like a jerk now. Taking a badge <laughs> off of his off of his belt. <laughs> He's still hearing nothing but the sound of picks in the distance and the wind in the trees. Take the body. Somewhere. Chuck it down the spider hole that has a spider in it somewhere. As you do, the spider once again just kind of explosively comes back out, grabs the bugger, and pulls it back. <laughs> <laughs> Problem solved. All right. Matter of fact, while we're here, let's put the other spiders in their holes. Let's. That's a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. Let's no. Move. Ew. Not touching it. I feel like a bogger not coming back is going to be more. Suspicious. I say that simply because of how much time it will take and not because I don't want to touch it. They the are spider. very large. I am not touching the spider. And in several pieces, and there's blood everywhere. Ew. Let's move. Thank you. Prestidigitation, all the blood. 
That'd take a while. Like a couple hours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so where are you headed now? What's your, We're headed back up and around to go to where I saw the vampire yeah. bat nest. Either way, just around to vampire bat. Okay. Yeah. You're going to make your way. That is not the sound of vampire yep. bats. That make. is the sound of Florida Thunder doing uh, Florida Thunder please things. Please don't outside. do Florida Thunder things. Please don't like knock the power out again. <laughs> Come on. We <laughs> took our session last week. It's right at the end, fortunately. So. Okay. Please hear this blessing back. All right, so uh, as you move and make your way around, uh, creeping around the northwestern side of the camp and, and down the side once, uh, down the western side once more, back to where you'd seen the uh, weird little flying Keep vampire creature. Um, go ahead and give me another one of those stealth checks. You want me to roll it? Well, I mean, it's a party stealth check, and that's kind of how it works. So, yeah. I mean, like, we can swap off it. Yeah, we can, anyone, else, anyone yeah. can roll. We're all doing well, that's it. That's an eight. Total. Could you stop? <laughs> you guys stop. are really would rather be doing this. You're myself. basically asking me to, uh, you know, lead the way here, and we all know how that goes. As the group of you are uh, <laughs> making your way out around the camp, we really should have gone away that Esmus had actually scouted out before. Yeah, Buford probably. is following the expert. Like to his credit, Buford's trying. No bully the Buford. <laughs> He's just a very large man with very large armor and shiny, it's relatively armor. Shiny, shiny, and the heavy, sun is loud. It's just like absolutely everything is not really. I need to make Buford a guillotine. Not aligned to make yeah. you stealthy at all. Yep. As you clomp up forward, coming around the corner here. Oh, crap. Give me one moment. Entertain the chat party. I'm going to take the spider out of you anymore. I'm going to go exchange it very swiftly. Because I knew I forgot something for this oh. session specifically. God because... dang it. What horrendous, terrible beast have we stumbled upon? We should have gone the other way. I didn't even think about it. Yeah, well, we had, we're basically going where that we didn't scout out. But we didn't know we didn't scout this way beer. out. Take stop. One stop. No. Back. Yeah, Spritz no. a bottle. Psst, psst, yeah, that's is. Yep. I agree. The person who scouted the camp said we should go the other way. Let's go the way he didn't suggest. Did you actually suggest oh, you us to go the other way? Yeah, actually yeah. I did. Uh, um, yeah, we should have totally done that. <laughs> that would have been really better should've. to do, to have done that. I didn't hear, I wasn't paying attention. I just assumed but, it was like, the in same. in character, clearly. Well, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Actually, I was totally in character. Yeah, right yeah pretty much. <laughs> it's like, let's go around to the left. Right, this is the way we're going. Which way is left again? <sighs> no, if I'm not going to use my meat piece here, tokens. Okay. The hawk himself comes out of the tree. Stop it. <laughs> as you uh, The ritual up, was successful. The as you come around here, <laughs> you... God, he's got the book in his lap and everything. What the heck did we... What is lurking up here randomly in the freaking trees? a particularly dense tangle of trees here in the corner. Not uncommon in the jungle. Uh, lots of various things make their uh, nests and whatnot around. But with a shrill battle cry, as you sneak around... The cry of a massive bird rings out, and black wings spread as a red vulture beast, vaguely humanoid, descends from the canopy above. Yep, we should have gone the other way. Onto the party. Huh. That's that the thing. thing that swooped down, took a kobold, and kept flying. And I am going to need everyone to roll me some initiative. <laughs> <laughs> And Resume, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able to see you for a while because this is a two-carder. So A two-card mod? Oh, dear God. Oh, God, I'm so not ready for this. <laughs> Everybody get a Like, there's no fluff one. on those cards, right? It's no all stats and all stats horrible and things that can do it to us. So, uh, this is a 
boss fight monster. As he swoops down, this cry <laughs> loosing from his beak. Why did he look so amused? Shrill. Very <laughs> loud. sad Matt is. Very distinct. <laughs> Matt's not sad, he's disappointed. <laughs> I'm not angry. Hello. He is Good about... Time. Uh... 20, 20 feet up in the tree line here. Tree razor. Give me some of these. Not tree razor. Tree razor. Everyone dies instantly. Yeah. Buddy, give me some initiatives. Uh, 20. All right. Dorin. 29. Resume. 32. I was trying to be stealthy. <laughs> Rur. 26. I don't like that noise. Esvis. 38. Well, he really don't like it. No, he was a uh, super duper doesn't like it. Oh my god. Ah, 32. I can't, I can't handle the cawing. Alrighty. Esvis, you alert are the first to react to this thing. And it is large, so it looks vaguely humanoid. It has these massive black, almost ragged, feathered wings and blood red skin. A mostly almost warped humanoid face, save for the massive beak and the long rat-like tail dangling behind it. But it's large. The thing must be 10, 11 feet tall, standing. I do not have time for this. Uh, hunt prey, hunted shot. Two arrows swiftly coming up. And you get a hero point. And uh, indeed, Robbot again. <gasps> Robbot! This has just been the mainline Esvis this session. He's Keep needed this them. man full. <laughs> You will definitely need this right now. Good luck, and we're all counting on you. <laughs> Thank you, Robot. Pin it in the tree. Pin it in the tree. First shot is a 24. A uh, 24 is simply going to glance off of its skin. Okay. It doesn't appear visibly to be thick or armored, but it just bounces off like nothing. I'm going to spend... Uh, one of the hero points that I received from Sharpur. Thank you, Sharpur. No one has ever spent as many hero points in a session as Esther's today. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got one. Here you go. <laughs> Pretty much. It has been interesting, to say the least. Uh, that is a 30. A 30 will strike. All right. Oh, and I get one, too. Hey, hey. You do, in fact. Brave Sir Robin ran away. <laughs> He's just trying to tell us something. A message coming from the chat in the form of hero points here. Uh, that is 13 points of magical piercing damage. <laughs> and there's even one for Buddy, who doesn't need more, but here we are for making an animal just kind of give up. Ghost of a Thank you, thank you. Thank you very much. You have instilled your will upon nature. He takes 13 points of piercing damage. I'm going to take cover and get a free stealth. All right. So that'll be not bad. Um, 22. Out of 22, as he turns his head towards you as you fire and you duck away, you don't feel you've lost him. Ah. Uh, which is quickly confirmed as he swoops down upon the group here and uh, is going to be flying up above you here, uh, about 15 feet off the ground above the middle of the group. And as he comes down, this is calling a shrill noise explodes out of him with an ear-rattling shriek. Should have brought the tree sap. As his arms kind of even flash outward, his entire body contorting a bit to force as much air out of his lungs as he can. I need a fortitude save from everybody. Uh. Okay, that's in that one, so we're gonna need to hear we're gonna need to use a hero point here. Okay. 
Destronets is going to. Yeah. <laughs> by, collecting, the grace, collecting. by the grace of Destronets, we're going to do the same thing. It's made of one, going to two. I knew there I saved that purple dice for a rainy day. Literally. Mm -hmm. All right, so for the purposes of convenience, did anybody get an 18 or worse? Nope. Nope. Did anybody get a 27 or worse? Nope. Nope. Okay, no. 33 crit. I also, get like Matt 20. Oh, nice. Resme and Esvis, you are both stunned too. Oh my god. By the force of this shriek, which means you will have one action next time. And then as he flies here uh, some distance up above the group of you, he is going to turn seemingly almost in fury towards Rur. A very directed hatred as he swipes down at you with a, uh, well, I guess pecks down with a beak after the shriek, almost flipping down in the air. Uh, and this is going to come down for a 27. Regular hit. This will strike you for 29 points of piercing damage. And additionally, you feel as he strikes you a strange, almost numbness that pierces to your very core. You additionally get to take three points of evil damage. Wow. Hmm. Okay. I know what I'm doing. Resme stunned too with one action. He's up in the tree. Resme is just going to shield and pray. No, he's he's literally like up above us. Yeah, he's like right above you, piking like pecking dice. He's ten feet up. Resme's going to shield and pray. Pop up a quick shield, Dalren. He is in reach of you. He is fifteen feet up, striking down at you. Your reach weapon can reach up to bring to bear, but he's not in melee range of anybody else. I can fix that. Lightning's gonna charge up and he's gonna whip this geese arm up, try to dig the hook into this thing and just bodily haul it down onto the ground. Okay, you wanna try to trip him? That's because, a trip, uh, yes. Yeah, you can trip it in second edition. That is edition, a mechanical trip. Yep, in second edition, I wasn't sure if you knew this and it's the first time it's come up, you can attempt to trip a flying creature and it causes them to drop. So uh, if he successfully trips, this creature will actually fall down and uh, someone is gonna get shunted somewhere because there's not space underneath them. Nice. Uh, that's a 28. A 28 will fail. Will fail, ah. Do you, you have any halfling luck left? left? I used it. Used it? He uh, yanks his leg back up away from you, almost pulling the geese arm out of your hands. Hmm. All right. It's a cool mechanic in second. Instead of trips just not doing anything to flying creatures, it brings them down. Um, I guess I'll uh, flip this geese arm and just try to stab straight off at it. Okay. Uh, that's better. 27. 27 will glance off across his skin. That's going to miss. Wow. Uh, you got one left, don't you? Oh, you rage. I rage. Rrr. All right. So I've been preparing this spell for a while, and I've never gotten to use the thing that it says it does. But first, recall knowledge. All right. So it's your first religion, action. Religion, I guess. Uh, what's your religion modifier? 15. This is an action because you were sneaking yes. before. Okay. Yeah. 15. 15. Um, you and if that, can, if that what? If that's, well, I, I wouldn't know, so I'll just go with whatever you give me. I was going to say I'll give you a hero point, but I, I wouldn't know if it failed or not, so. Yeah, it's kind of awkward. I guess you can't really hero point secret chicks, because uh, 
You can. You, you can. You, you would. You you failed. You would know it failed. Um, but I will take a hero point. I guess there's a kind of weird line there. How's that? How many does that bring you to the name overlays Two. up? Two. Okay. And that was from Sandbox. Uh, well, it was higher. Uh, this creature, as it strikes you when you feel its corruption, kind of pierce through to your very core. You can tell it's very clearly demonic in nature, and it is a very powerful demon. But demon studies aren't exactly what they taught you back in the cloister. So, we're going to hit him with Searing Light. Okay. And, uh, assumedly this will roll higher damage than normal. Well, see, what we're actually going to do is a hero point. You can only use one hero point per turn. Per turn. It is a fortune effect. Turn. Okay. You rolled for Searing Light? Yes, yeah, it's, 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 a a ray. it's a ray. Oh, it's that one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he's doing a blaster. You have a lot of Zot evil damage. Dude, evil things take Searing damage. light, holy blast, laser yeah. fire, <laughs> righteous golden shimmer. Yeah, they all kind of sound very similar. Oh, that's a 23. Uh, with a 23, as it shoots, the creature veers away from this. The quick flap of its wings, very expressly not wanting to be touched by that. It doesn't um, like to be touched. And that would bring us to Buddy, I believe. Well, I've got my nifty nifty shield out, so I'm going to kind of thud it in and send out another bike uh, out here. And a natural nice. 20. Oh, nice. Solid. Um, it's going to crit, of course. So, nice. so that's nine, uh, nine plus four is 13 times two. 26. And then I'm going to run directly under it in between Ruhr and Resme, and I'll run, actually. And um, and then I will raise my shield. And as you uh, rush underneath them, as this blast is coming out and Rur is encanting this spell, as he twists away from your searing light, he is going to lash down with a claw towards you. Okay. Uh, towards Rur. Oh, towards Rur. And uh, this is going to strike Wait. you. No likey to Serenite. For a 25. It was an attack of opportunity from his spell that I forgot about. Wait, to Rur? Yes. Before you move. It was on his turn. Oh. I used oh. attack of opportunity. For okay, a 25. Okay, 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 okay. Is that a manipulate spell? I don't actually know the actions of spell. It type. has a somatic and somatic components provoke. Yeah. Uh, 25. That's uh, regular. And that claw will strike you for 21 points of slashing damage and an additional two points of evil. Mm. And then the second talent is going to come down as well. <clears throat> two attacks on a reaction. Two strike attack of opportunity. I do not like this guy. Uh, which is going to hit you for a 22. Regular. Wait, two hits you? Yeah. All right, you're cloistered. You're like I have no armor. No armor. That one's going to catch you for only 13 points of piercing damage, but six points of evil. And then you would get in with your shield up as he was... How are you looking? Are you like nearly dead? About to fall unconscious. Okay, so this thing is savaging in a very specifically. Yeah, instead of raising my shield, I'm going to reach out uh, to Ruhr and he's going to get uh, 24 health back and just it. While while evil is trying to take our good Serenite, good will also come. Um, so 24, and then you also have plus two uh, AC for a round. Nice. A quick prayer to Iomadai in lieu of the shield Esphus. And at this, you would hear a uh, another shrill cry out from the other side of the camp as the vampire beast rings out an alarm across the mines. Okay. 
I'm just gonna, as this just can't hear himself right now because of the stun and the throbbing in his in his head and his skull. Of one action, just we're made and come out hunted shot. Action economy, kids. <laughs> so two shots. First shot, thirty-one. Thirty-one will hit. Second one. Spending the last hero point. Ooh, we in there. Thank you. Thank you, Robbot. Paying them out today. Yep. It's much better, but it's not great. Uh, 25's not going to do it. And 25 will glance. Okay. So the hit for seven points of magical piercing damage. Okay. Bit. Starting to build up a bit of a beating on him. So as this uh, very largely creature, this creature is screeching so loudly, it's literally stunning you. Uh, and overwhelming your emotions and your, your senses cries out and the, cry, the call is echoed from the south side of the camp. You see that strange little vampiric demon thing flop up out of the trees, flying and just calling out across the camp. Uh, at the sounds of this demon fighting, uh, the sounds of its battle, the cinder claws scramble in terror. They don't mobilize to ready a defense or come attack you, they are horrified. And, in fact, some even immediately start scrambling further away from the battle. They clearly very much fear this thing. Uh, as perhaps they should. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. As it is going to uh, fly, flapping down just above the uh, group of everyone here. Down, so its talons are just inches above your heads. And as it does, it flaps with one wing and the other, kind of weirdly twisting and shaking itself like a wet dog. Or an and ostrich. Or not a wet ostrich, I guess. And it is going to shake loose a thick cloud of dark green powder, shedding some kind of strange poison or essence with each uh, one of these massive throws. And he is actually adjacent to everybody. So I'm going to need everybody to make me a fortitude save. In addition, you are all taking 12 poison damage. Wow. Regardless then, of your save. Uh, he, and he's going to <gasps> feel a small glimpse of, I don't know what he would be glimpsing. He's exactly. a literal demon. Uh, so I don't know exactly what, but Imagine against, not being a demon. <laughs> imagine not being a, such a, a hooligan. Um, to uh, just for so they have to land. This has to do damage or land. It has to. An enemy damages an a your ally. Okay, so you can give it to Rur. So Rur, you will take less than twelve poison damage. How much? Uh, that is minus nine. Uh, and I'm gonna go ahead. Heroic Ganker is going to help me reroll that Okey one. Dokey. And That's as this uh, Don't think it's he's gonna he's gonna take the enfeebled, of course. But as this revelation overcomes him, he twitches a bit, and he cries out almost in pain. And uh, he takes 16 mental damage. Huh. Nice. Hmm. Being forced to consider peace. Wow. Eh. Okay. Eh. Demon weaknesses in second edition are super cool. That's no, so that cool. Really That's, yeah. That's, That's really interesting. That's Forcing thematic. him to consider peace makes him take 17 mental damage in that instant. Wow. So uh, everyone took 2d8 poison damage. Uh, oh, wait, wait, oh yeah, wait, how, wait, much how much was that? Total of 13. 13, was it? 
I've 12. Got a, 12, I believe. 12, 12. points of damage. I, and I, then anybody who got below a 28 on your fortitude save. Oh my god. Yeah, there's no. no critical successes or failures here. Um, it's pass or fail. Okay. Anybody I get below, below 28? Yeah, I, I got anybody, it. You got natural 20, I think. Yeah. yeah okay, so, so that's a 31. The four of you... Um, Die. Okay. He's dead instantly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for watching, everybody. Um, <laughs> feel this kind of set, and you start to itch. Okay. Pretty severely. Uh, an itch so bad that it's near painful. And uh, with that, and one more flap of his wings, still writhing in uh, agony from this glimpse of redemption, he is going to move back up to 15 feet above the ground and 10 feet above you. And we feel an itch. Yes. Okay. Resume. Um, resume, um, seeing that A, we've been made, um, there's no longer... Um, We're not moving towards you, but uh, I definitely know you're here. Um, will um, attempt, I guess I'm only stunned one now? No, so you've stunned two is two actions, you're not stunned at all. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, good. will attempt to slow this thing down, um, see if she can't, uh, she'll uh, yell out temporis and attempt to cast slow on it, and he gets to make a save. Uh, he is going to get, uh, get a hero point. He's gonna get a hero point. So, a question. Tiger. An answer. Since it's very obviously inflicting evil damage and doing evil things. It's very evil. Does that count as anathema to a good deity? He's not lying to you about it. Well, no, but casting, <laughs> casting evil. Like, no. I have a list of The anathemas. existence of evil is not anathema to Saren Ray. He's a... Uh, but he's like a like naked she, she bird. She doesn't like it, but he's not like... Lying, he's not stealing, he's not doing anything. Stealing's like actually a, not an anathema, just saying. He's not actually doing it. he's not doing anything, it's like a certain anathema. He is going to get a 32. Uh, that will just. A, oh, wait, it's a will save or a fort save? A fort save, 36. No, it's a will. It's I thought it was save. a will save. It's a fort save. It is a fort save. He's going to get a 36. Ah, uh, damn it. Uh, that will critically succeed. He's very hardy. Um, well, that tells me that. Um, and then I will throw up shield again. All right. And you cast that spell here. And although you've seen him strike out against Rur in his moment of weakness, he doesn't seem to like care about you at all. He's very focused on Rur now, also kind of funny. Uh, Dalren. Um, so, uh, this thing is. You are a tough one. Um, but uh, this time, uh, again, he's going to kick up, try to reach up and hook this thing and slam it down on the ground. So okay. it can stop raining these blows down on us. Uh, that's better. That's a 32. 32 will hit. Wham! <laughs> and uh, with that, it pulls him down to the ground. And uh, I'm not sure if it does also knock him down immediately or if it just puts him on the floor. Can he land on his feet? Um, yeah, I mean, he's... He's, he's down. Okay. So he's he's been dragged down to the ground. I imagine if he hits the ground, then he's probably knocked prone. So, uh, yeah, like it, I guess it, like he loses yeah. a set amount of height. And right. Then so he would be kind of shunted, I guess, up here into a free space up above you. Upper deck, I guess, yeah, because he was, he was here. So the closest free space is just up one. Oh, okay. So he gets brought down the middle of all of you prone. Okay. Uh, that's yeah. better. You brought the, rock, the the thing down. I think that it's not been identified. Down. <laughs> this, this mysterious birthday. The strange, angry creature of anger. <laughs> uh, and uh, now that it's down again, he's just gonna just keep keep hitting it. Just try to ground this thing right into the ground. Um, and that's uh, not a lot. 
a two. Yeah, not even a twenty. Uh, yeah, Bong. Definitely not going to land as he's still seems to be very capable and he's still very hardy. Um, I guess I could fish for a twenty. I don't think I could frighten this thing, so let's go fish for a twenty and just try to stab it. Twenty. Twenty. Hey! Um, so it's a twenty-six with penalties. So I think it's just a normal yeah, so hit, right? Yeah, so it's a twenty-six, right? but then it's a natural twenty, which bumps up to a critical hit. Oh, so twenty-six hits. Oh, because, oh, because he's, he's prone. Oh, he's prone. 26, he is prone. 26 hits him while he's yeah! prone. So critical hit. It, it did matter. So you you just barely eke out a crit here on the back. Side. I'll take it. Uh, 6, 6, 20, 20, 40 lightning damage. You feel as if he is pretty resistant to electricity. Ah, okay. However, a good amount of that... If I, just, I just need to throw a lot of electricity at him. A good amount of that certainly gets through, but... His demonic biology does not conduct very well. He's quite resistant. Mm. Uh, rare. Ow. I'm going to five foot step away. All right. To behind Buddy. And um, I'm going to slap myself with one of those nice fancy and, heels. Uh, as you do, his beak just lashes out from the ground around towards you. He's really dialed in on you specifically. Oh, and he has 10 foot reach. He does mm. have 10 foot reach. Um, you have lesser cover. And he is prone. Two. He's enfeebled. You have plus two AC from lay on hands. That's a lot. So of you've hands. never, you've never ever had a better chance. <laughs> I don't. So you I've have, only you got have a, a plus three. He has a minus four. Twenty-three. Um, it's gonna be a twenty-nine. Yeah, so that hits. Does and that make me lose the spell, or does it have to be a crit? It has to be a crit. It has to be a crit to disrupt the spell. Okay, so depending on the roll, we'll see. Uh, so he is going to strike you for an additional another uh, 17 points of piercing damage and five more points of evil. I go unconscious. And uh, with that strike, he brings Rur down. I guess you just stay here in initiative because normally you'd go in front of them, but the point of that is to give your party a whole turn to get to you, so I guess your initiative doesn't change. Uh, Buford. Um, okay, well, I am going to turn my back on this creature and reach down and try and, uh, patch up Ruhr enough that he's... You can, uh, you can just make a uh, first aid check. It's two actions to stabilize him. I, okay. I have a bandolier with a medicine kit okay. on it, if All that right. helps. Oh, yeah, Beaver does not have a bandolier. Uh, I do not have a bandolier. So you could, as one action, grab his medicine kit, and then as the other two actions, immediately try okay. to ensure yeah. he's not dying. Okay. The thing seems furious that you turn your back on it. Yeah, well, yeah, bad, man. Um, so that is a uh, 24. Yeah, 24 succeeds. So All right. what does that do? Stabilizes you would mean you are now wounded one. Okay. And uh, Esmus. Okay. Uh, I am going to back up away from this thing. Uh, full movement, if I can. Try to get 30. And then I am going to... Are you going to behave? If we need, this is technically the edge of the map, but I mean, we can just use gray yeah. space if you want more space here. Okay. Um, I'm going to hunt a shot. Take two, sw take two swipes at it. He's grown. First, sw first shot is a twenty-seven, not including his prone. Yeah, it prone's on him. A twenty-seven is going to hit. Before you roll another one, Robbot, nobody should have zero points. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, Robbot. Getting pumped today. I know. To be fair, my dice have not been behaving. The rerolls have. The rerolls yeah, have. Re yes. Have twenty-seven good. will hit him while he's Okay, so twenty-seven. And then second shot, because this is all for the purposes of resistances. 
A 30. 30 wolf sword. Alright. Okay. Alright, that's not bad at all. 23 points from those two arrows going into him. Um, I, he's been hit quite a few times now. Arrows starting to actually finally stick into him. He's bloodied and pretty well injured. Uh, very dark, almost black blood oozing out from multiple wounds. Uh, and is that? Do you have an action left? Yeah, have one action left actually. Okay. I'm gonna take one more shot at him. He just... looks. He looks pretty hurt. He's not like on death's door or anything, but he's definitely right. starting to look hurt. I'm fishing for twenties, baby. Fishing for twenties. <laughs> you never know. Twenty. No, 21. Doesn't matter. Yeah, 21's gonna give him nothing. You can't roll a 21 on a die. He doesn't need that anymore. As he turns, uh, he flips himself over to be almost face down on the ground, pulls his head up, and lets you lose another one of those ear-shattering caws. <laughs> I need a fortitude save for everybody. I'm still in range? Uh, you are in range. 30-foot burst. Huh. Wow. And, uh... That's not... You moved 30 feet. So I, 30 I specifically feet said I moved 30, and I, I'm was, I was next to him. I moved him one too far. Oh, yeah, because on, on the map you had him 30. Yeah, I moved him one too far. He, sees, he moved exactly 30. Okay. So, uh... It's just dawn's 33. 33. 32. 32. Something. 27. 27. Also 27. 27. I'm unconscious. You're unconscious. Usually you're also stunned now. Uh, each of you, Dalren and Resume, are going to be stunned too. Ah, not enough. By the I wasn't sure if that would pass or not. Because people doesn't affect the DC on this. Um, and then... I'm um, stunned one or stunned two? Stunned stun two. two. Okay, so that was a fail. Okay. Yeah, fail stunned two. Uh, I'm not... As he's over ready. there, still prone. He doesn't pull himself up, but he puts a hand up in front of himself. And this ear, this, this almost thunder crack of this cry is replaced by a growling voice. Simulic Toodle. And as he casts his spell, he spreads into four clone smeared images of himself. As he tries to defend himself. I know that one. Now, as he does, everybody but Resme, this itching is really starting to turn into something uh, dramatically more severe. It feels like your skin is on fire. Uh, even inside your full plate or under your robes, whatever he shook off of him is just pierced through deep. And you feel an intense pain. Each of you is going to take... 14 points of poison damage. And as you look down, you can see parts of your skin being forced and torn open as oh. thick green vines start to grow out from you. So I am no uh, longer stabilized. You are no longer stabilized. And I am um, dying two. You're dying one. You die at three. Is, is it driving backwards? Does, that, does it add to your dying value? Wounded? Wound, oh, I guess technically. I'm wounded, so I would go to dying two, but you die at dying four, wounded three. I think technically the wounded, if you want oh, to read no, the No, it rules. is actually, I thought it was you go, I thought wounded was you die at dying three. Uh, it is actually, wow, wounded's way worse than I thought it was, first of all. You do to go straight to wounded two, and anytime you would gain the dying value or increase it. So at wounded one, the first hit is two, the second hit is dead, because you go in steps of two wow. with wounded on you. Wounded's dramatically worse than I thought it was. Oh. It adds to your dying value every time it increases. So as you stabilize him, you feel this pain, you start to see the vines growing out of him. You know that that is going to, uh, that's going to be a huge problem. Resume, you can visibly see this happening to everybody around you. Um, 
We have one action. Resume only has one action, oh, you are but, too. but she is desperate, so she's going to throw out a single missile because I can still do that. Okay. And uh, as you do with Rur down now, he just kind of throws a clawed backhand out towards you as you cast. Uh, still prone, still in feeble to the end of his turn or to your turn? Um, I believe he's not enfeeble anymore. I think he's just proud now. I think uh, it's... Uh, let's see here. Sorry, we'll see if it matters. Um, the total is going to be... Total's only a 23, 21 no. if he's still enfeeble. He, he so misses. Yeah, this, this wild swing is going to be hopeless. Right. But your, uh, your one magic is going to blast out at him. Uh, he'll take nine damage. Okay. Until the end of its next turn. That's what I thought. Dalren, you also have one action. Um, so just grabbing his head as this piercing shriek vines ripping through his skin. He's gonna kind of grit his teeth oh, as he stares through oh, you it. Can, you don't have two actions to do it. Um, uh, any of you who do have these vines affecting you, you can take two actions to try to rip them out something about it like to you know, try to like, yeah. rip them or remove these seeds just like you would persistent damage but you've only got one action so you can't do it okay so um <laughs> sorry i was in the moment there too all right sorry, I was so information just, i realized it wasn't for you specifically <laughs> i got you okay well I, I'm, I'm kind of out of the moment now so i'll just pull a healing potion out and hold it out to buddy <laughs> okay. okay uh use this on roar I will take potion and give it to Ver. 3d8 plus 10. Ooh, big potion. Well, I figured it was worth the big potion. You want potion. me to roll it? Alright, 19. So, uh, wounded 2. You do become conscious again, cognizant of these vines spreading out through your body in this overwhelming pain. As you can hear, clearly this thing still writhing and screaming. Oh, uh, you got two actions left. Uh, I have two actions left? Yeah, it's done, right? I gave no, you I the take potion. It, oh, take I it, give it. it. You have one yeah. action left. Yeah. Alright, so uh, so then I will shield up and try and kind of brace against. Alrighty, Esvis. For the two actions, can you take two actions for someone else? Uh, you cannot, no. You can take the two actions. For, for bleeding specifically, you can with the medicine check, because that's why that exists, is because you can treat bleeding on other people. Interesting. Um, but two actions to try and, and deal with yourself. Unless there's like a feed or something, unless you do with other people. Okay. Um, I will take two actions and I will attempt to deal with this myself. And so what do you what do you do? Um, just, just let's see. I'm going to use a tincture that I saw Rur make one time when he helped me when I was uh, coming down with something really bad, and I'm going to see if I can slug something and if I can just wrench this out from my core. Okay. Just a, a violent vomit. Uh, what do I need to roll? Uh, it's just a flat check. It's a flat it's check. It's just a DC okay. 11. It's just a 50 50 roll. Thank you, Robot. <laughs> Man, eight hero points, dude. This is amazing. I have all, there to be used. all of these dice on normal <laughs> rolls have consistently rolled under four. Wow. You want, you want some, one of mine? Yeah, you say you want some different dice? We have lots of dice over here. Speaking of fours. <laughs> I fail, so I will just take a hunted shot at Big Boy. Mm -hmm. Unable to kind of steady yourself and recover from this, yep. you lose some arrows. Yep. So first shot. 
Natural 20. Solid. <laughs> he's pinned. Consolation prize. Yeah, he is down and he's pinned. pinned. Floor. And second shot is is just going to miss. I'm just, in my fury, I pull one and just knock it straight into a vital point, but the second one just falls straight out of my grip. Did you get a 20 and a 1? I got a 20 and a 2. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> the feast and famine. Yeah. All right, so critical hit. Well, if you're going to roll good, it might as well be now. Um, so. Does he okay. have mirrored image up? He does have just mirrored image up. <laughs> hey, uh, your critical hit is a regular hit, and it also yeah. removes an image. So uh, you don't have to roll to see if you hit him, uh, but mirror image directly negates the critical hit to a regular hit. Okay. Yeah, so, so one of the images pops. He's got two clones left, and you still guaranteed him. Okay, so uh, he takes 17 points of magical piercing damage. Okay. 41 points of damage on it so far. Uh, Rur, now conscious on the ground, feeling these these vines ride through you. Are they just growing out of me? They're just growing out of your skin. And it is literally ripping your skin apart. But worse than that, they already kind of have made their way through. You, you feel like this, uh, is like a poison that's planted inside you that's just constantly wearing away. And speaking of the end of your turn, Eskis, you take nine more points of poison damage. Okay. Uh, like I said, you can use two actions to take the flat strike to try and end it, like a persistent, but it actually does not end naturally. You don't I... get the regular flat strike at the end. I'm not even positive you're supposed to be able to take the two actions, but I'm giving it to you for the point of, you know, maybe not dying. I can treat medicine poison effects, right? I mean, you can, to but get that, another would just, that would just give you a flat strike. It's not a poison. It's, a, it's persistent okay. damage at this point. Hmm. It's persistent damage that doesn't have the chance to end. Hmm. Well, it's I mean, pretty, uh, that sounds an awful lot. It's pretty rough. Like yeah. You can tell that these vines writhing through you are not normal plants. They, uh, they sting the same way this creature's bite and claws do. It's raw evil. That sounds an awful lot like I'm going to have to blast myself with a two-action heal because I don't have a whole lot of time to think right now. That's fair enough. Chat is treating Esfus like the U.S. military, just <laughs> pouring that money in. I know, right? <laughs> From Coriolis Storm, like, you need some good luck. So I, I, I have a stream deck on the Esfus hero point thing. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Coriolis Storm. Thank you. So with two actions, you cast this heal on yourself, and he used his slap at Resume. He can't come at you for this. That is only... Nine off of four D ten. Wow. Plus a bunch. Plus thirty two. <laughs> so forty one. So yeah, it's a forty one. So but off of the forty tens, that's as you heal yourself and you uh, turn this magical light inside you. Uh, all of the vines immediately in seconds wither, fade, and crumble to dust. Nice. Leaving just the ripped holes Whew. in your skin. It's a good thing I'm not unconscious anymore, but I don't know how long that's going to last. Yeah, one action left. I'm going to stand up. Stand up! <laughs> the creature... Hi, I'm back. ...is going to stand up as well, uh, with a couple of clones of itself still in tow. Uh, almost a bit staggered now from its wounds. With a mighty flap of its wings, it's going to jump back up into the air. And strike down with another peck towards rear. 
Did this um thing seems to hate the very concept of Mirror's existence. I know the last critical hit didn't hit because of mirror image, but didn't you crit him before? Oh, he was actually pinned. He's gonna take an action and try to get away from that first. Oh. Which is just a flat out. Well, but it turns it into a regular hit, though, you said. So it denies well, I mean, it. I meant before, before that. Before. You crit him before yeah. that. He, he never stood up. He still needs to oh. pen. Yes, he still stuck to the ground from the last time. Okay. Uh, so he's going to make. It's an athletics check, right? Yeah. Is, or is it an escape? Oh, it's DC 10, yeah. Yeah, it's flat. Yeah, he won't have a problem with it. It eats an action, yep. is what it does. Yeah. It's so a tree. Really just nice. Eat an he action. eats it. He pulls that arrow out of the ground. He stands up and he flies back up above Buford and Rur. But that is his third action because he had to get unpinned. Resume. Um, okay. Uh, at this point, um, Resume is fairly desperate to keep him off of Rur. Um, so she um, will blink and she will turn into a giant bat and she's gonna go try to dig her little batty things into him. Alrighty. And, uh. I think you're. You have actions to get there and attack him. You, uh, yeah. It's two actions to transform right. and then one to fly up to him. So you That's are. Fine. You're flying up next to him. Maybe it will distract him. Uh, Buford and Darren would have taken 10 points of poison damage from oh, their right. as well. Is uh, on our actions? or? It would have been on, on your turns, but I forgot. This dude has so much stuff going on, I'm having a really hard time tracking everything. All the right, one thing you. I'm missing on Arkin Forge is, like, icons. He does so many things. There's a two-carter, bear it's with me. It's a two-carter, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Dalren. final boss is just going to cover the whole thing. It's just ten cards. <laughs> um, so Dalren, having like just, just kind of shaken his head off, given the potion, looks up, sees him up in the air, and just kind of looks at all the mirror images and just kind of shrugs and just generates lightning and blasts a line of lightning through all of them. Uh, so that's a uh, reflex save and uh, a giant blast of lightning. A 22 on the reflex save. That is a fail. He will take full damage. On Rur. He's very upset that Rur exists. Are you using those dice to mark anything? Mm, yes, but you can use them anyway. Here, I've got I've got, I've got two. I just need two. Oh. Numbers. And I think something about like area of effects actually do it, some bad things just, to mirror images. I think it just completely ignores it. Because it hits everything. Because yeah. all on his square. It's I, but I think it actually makes them lose images. I don't believe it does. But oh, really? uh, feel free to look after I'm, your turn. I'm almost positive it doesn't. Oh, that was trash. 10, 16, uh, 19 lightning. 19, he will resist the majority of that, uh, taking less than half, but you will still land some damage on him and have one action left. Um, I'm gonna hook he's not that out of, Yeah, he's not out of your reach. Yeah, I'm gonna hook that Geeserm up and just try to bring him back Get down again. Get stupid bird! Actually, has anyone actually tried to hit him? He did. Yeah. I was shooting him a lot. You were shooting him a lot. He's pretty. He's been hit a lot. He's yeah. very injured. He's taking 150 damage. Um, let's knock him down again because okay. I don't want him starting to peck at Rur or try to knock him down again. I don't want to assume things with this guy. Uh, that didn't work last time. Ah, I can remember things. Learning. <laughs> I learning. All right, with a hero. Thank point. you, Sage Lightspeed. Sage Lightspeed. I know. Yeah, yes. there we go. That's better. Uh, so it's uh, 18, 33. 33 will pull him back. Back yes. down. Yes. <laughs> Slamming him back to the earth as you take five more points of poison damage. Buddy. Okay, I am... Uh, okay, this is kind of weird. Can I... 
do kind of like a, a lap a bit. Run 10 feet this way and then run 10 feet back. Move. Yes. Okay, Why? so I'm going to try and um, just move. I'm just going to move and look like yes, Just do a nice little move action exactly like that. And I'm going to try and get it so that I look like I'm about to go flanking. Um, and then I'm going to kind of move back so I'm adjacent to Rur just to kind of get his attention. Nice. Yeah, I mean, he sees you moving and he like flaps a bit up out of the way in case you're trying to bring something to sway at him 15 feet. Yeah, okay. He doesn't seem bothered by it. Okay. Well, he's not. He's on the ground. He's, he's on, on the ground. ground. Oh, you run around him, right? Uh, we'll still run him on the ground. Okay. And he doesn't seem to uh, care that much. I believe you've not done a single any damage to him other than your little glimpse. Mental and, damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't, but he doesn't, he didn't. Not okay. focused on that. Not enough to spend his reaction on yeah. it, huh? Okay. Ah. Um, okay. So then I'll just bring a uh, hammer down. Hammer time. Uh, with almost no damage at all. That might be a hero point there. Although I don't really do much damage anyways. Doesn't matter. Damage is damage. You should do, you should do solid damage. I literally don't I, I think do that not. changes your overlay on the stream. Um, it's still a four. Yeah, no. Yeah. Okay. So that is, uh, that is only a 20... Three, twenty-four. Uh, nah, it's just gonna hit and kind of clank like you're just banging on uh, stone. And then I will raise my shield. Okay, Esmus. All right, uh, this time going to forcefully just rip vines out as a for a two-action uh, check. Oh, uh, yeah, ten more. You, uh, uh, six more. That is a sixteen on the die. So the sixteen, as you uh, start to pull at these, you. Managed to unseat the worst of this infectious corruption, whatever it is. Uh, there's still a decent amount of these green vines grown out all across your skin, uh, but they're smaller, almost hair-like. Some like a dandelion, none large enough to cause you enough pain to really continue. So you just like look like a weird, overgrown shrubbery elf right now. I'm just imagining like ripping these vines out, pulling with blood, and just like a snatch, like what looks like a demonic seed out or something Ooh. like that. Nice. Pretty much. Just. Ah. Oh, I am sick of this! It just two shots, hunted shot. He's prone again. He's about to be pinned again. Hopefully. Hopefully. First roll. He can't be pinned again. He's still he still has twice. Images. He, there's oh, yeah, the other two both, images, yeah. yeah. I'm going to spend a hero point for that five on the die. Hey, oh. here. Yeah, rolling nine. This is a good one. <laughs> hey, this one rolls really high all yeah. the time. Do you want it? <laughs> All right. Can you like give us like maybe some extra tokens that we can put around him so we can track how many mirror images he has? Because we keep forgetting he has those. Um. Yeah. You can use oh, these other yeah, these, these other little stands, I suppose. Yeah, he, has, right. he has two left. He's got two left right now. He has four uh, initially. First shot misses. Uh, what is it though? Uh, twenty-five. Uh, twenty-five shatters a mirror image. Oh, that's uh, right. A miss still pops an image. That's right. Unless okay. you critically fail. Oh well, thank you. You're welcome. All right, and then second arrow. Images is a um, 20. 20 pops the last damage. Yeah. So with your reign of fire here, it's left with just this one vulture demon on the ground. Yeah, it's, it's the one thing I really, my, my great request from Mark and Forge, I really like those little indicators, the status indicators, like real 20 mm -hmm. is. And that's the end of my turn. All right. Rur. <laughs> Power Ranger. Uh, yeah, you, you're not taking any more fine damage, so you're good. I'm going to stare this demon down in the face, and I'm going to cast oh, Crisis yeah, yeah, of Faith. Ooh, boy. Take the swing. Um, yeah, he's, he's swinging. He's, uh, he's going to peck out of you. He's prone at a minus two, so he's only going to peck for 34. He actually managed to crit me, finally. 
And he will feel a wall of good trying to like <laughs> more mental to damage. Him. He's gonna push through it, but he absolutely is gonna take a bunch more mental damage. Uh, as, holy crap! Um, <laughs> okay. Because he takes nineteen more. Wow. <laughs> I think he's done more damage Throw to himself. Throw out my than hammer and just like. <laughs> 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 Uh, but he is going to critically hit you for 8, 12, 15, 24, 48 points of piercing damage. Resistance from I think uh, 9. 39 points of piercing damage. That may not put you down. It didn't put me down in the first place. I healed myself. Oh, yeah. good. Thank God. He's healed so more he than that. So he hit me for 42 and then minus... He hit you for 39. 39. 39. After resistance. After resistance, he hit you for 39. So he hit you for 48. Okay. What so are you at? 21. Okay. All right, you're good. Because he also hits you for 10 evil. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, I ran the danger range of the evil die might put you down because I'm you're wounded too, so you, you just die if this kills you. Uh, and then... It did disrupt your spell because he created Yeah. And then I will he doesn't want to have a crisis, but... just go on ahead and move oh, smart man. back over to here. Like behind this uh, flapping bat that's now flying a little bit above him. He wasn't going to let me get away one way or another, so I figured why not just try and hit him with the spell. On the ground, he is going to call out again, letting loose another ear-shattering screech. Fortitude <sighs> saves. Oh, thank God. Hey, that's probably going to do it. I know. I know. Probably gonna do it. Okay. Stunned. What'd you get? 18. Oh, you are stunned to three. Esmus? 27. You are stunned to? 34. You're good. 28. God damn it! 30. You're good. Um. And then he pulls You can't two-action pout. You have, you're down two actions. So. Oh, you're right. Jeez. He, he stands up from the ground, one eye almost bulging out of his head. Uh, you can actually see blood leaking out from around his eyelids, just from the sheer amount of pain he's in from your glimpses of redemption here. And he is going to grab you, Buford, okay. because he is very upsetty. Oh, he's not even drained that place. Nice. Don't worry. I have, t- I have two crises <laughs> of fate ready. Little, no, he, no. He, he pulled out. I didn't crit him. bird hand is like... We'll stop from setting up anyway. We'll stop from moving. <laughs> he's like... He's got tiny little bird hands. Uh, and he's going to peck you enfeebled for 23. And I am uh, I am going to... My shield is 30, and it, it, it just kind of twangs off. Exactly then. Resume. <laughs> Um, so this You're very bad. large bat is going to fly into his bleeding eyes and shove his fangs directly into both of them. Okay. Angrily biting. Give me that attack. Let's see, plus 16. Uh, that's going to be a 30. 30's going to hit. 2d8 plus 5. Nice. Uh, nine. Uh, nine points. Okay. Uh, so he is at this point as Resnick flies up and just you see this big bat just latch onto his face, <laughs> biting down, kind of writhing a bit. You have one action left. 
Um, I am going to, uh, my wings are agile. Um, so she's gonna take and just go. <laughs> he lashed out of his face and just literally flailing. Like, these badges is attached to his head and going nuts. The name is Batty. Keep it in, thank Try that again. Uh, hey, okay. Uh, minus four because Agile. So that's gonna be a... That's a 14 plus that's that 12. It's 30 again. 30 hits him. Nice. And zero 2d6 for that thing. Time to bludgeon. Bonk. Hey, there we nice. go. Uh, Plus five on that. That's going to be a 15 damage. 15 bludgeoning damage. <laughs> you actually kill him. Yes! <laughs> Resume gets the melee uh, kill. I'm Batman. <laughs> I am not supposed to be the tank. As you uh, fly into this thing's face, biting on it to its injured, like just biting directly into its eyes and just smacking away with your wings. <laughs> The amount of damage that's hit this finally seems to overwhelm this massive demon. As he does finally fall down to the ground, what do you do to him? What are you doing? <laughs> There's still persistent damage on him. There is. Uh, I guess it's this is what's relevant here. Um. So as the claws um on his on her wings finish into his eyes, she'll actually take his eyes into her mouth and swallow them. <laughs> Right. Are you serious? Ah, <laughs> uh, no, no. What? And uh, Dalrin, as you're stunned and incapable of helping yourself right now, as these vines continue to lash you, you can take three points of poison damage. And uh, buddy, uh, I'm going to try. I'm going to take one of my stouter uh, whiskeys here <laughs> and just pour it and try and burn off some of these plants because that's clearly the best way to kill a plant. You ever, uh... You, you strike me as the kind of man, you of the Iomidan farmer faith, who might uh, bless his whiskey to make it taste better. Uh, that's of course. If you pour this, what's totally holy water over yourself. <laughs> um, that's the, vines, the kind of whiskey we drink around It's actually here. going to seem to kill the vines on contact instantly. Uh, that's what I thought Causing them happen. to die and wither. And I'll uh, be like, just disintegrating Iomidae like a powder the rest of it. <laughs> off of your body. Now, there isn't much any of you can do to help Dalren, really. Um, uh, but I can help myself. You can help yourself. Um, and so he's going to channel this energy. He's used to, to using Shake It Off to burn out whatever is, is ailing him. So this time he sees that there are vines. Um, and so when lightning strikes a tree, the sap inside boils and makes it explode. So he's going to channel the lightning through The thing you're doing doesn't thing. sound like it's good for you. It's not. <laughs> okay. Uh, and he's just going to make the these things worse. blow up. It explode out of his skin. <laughs> Fair enough. And I'm actually not, I'm actually false. Uh, Rur, I was stunned. You, so he would still You're have stunned this. three, yeah, right. You actually didn't get the stun. So, uh, yeah, yeah. He's really in the distance. If this fails, then I'll be able to fix it. Because you've already determined that you're healed. Nope. 18. I blow those things but out that, of my body. You would literally, with like pops, like boils, some of the larger of these vines, these little demonic spores just literally erupt bloodily out of Dalren's body. As you kind of stagger here. It's so just like angry. the Matrix when all the things pop off of him. Leaving? I guess something like that. I imagine just like they're actually exploding out of my fair, skin. Fair. Probably leaving taking a some, bit of skin with it. Leaving some. Uh, you and Esphis still visibly have these growths kind of all over your body. Uh, Rur's magic and Buddy's holy water uh, have <laughs> pretty much removed 
theirs entirely from where it's uh, it's been applied. Your magic clearing you completely, and you, wherever you would have dumped this, uh, they'd be gone. But there'd still be probably some under your armor and on you, but they're they're harmless at this point. They're not small enough to actually hurt you. And as this uh, <laughs> fight kind of concludes here, you see on the, the other side of the area, uh, on the southeast, some of those Chiruka and those Bagers just kind of uh, they'd looked over this way, but they're huddled around the far side of the fire now. They've moved away from the sound of this, and uh, the vampire creature that he called out, that you'd seen before, that you fought the one totem, the weird bat-like humanoid, is just kind of standing there next to the fire, looking down at the Chiruka, and one of the Chiruka's literally chewing it away. <laughs> <laughs> huh. I have an idea. Waving um, my wing at it. I'm going to take that plus one striking longsword. I'm going to take this thing's head off. All right. And I'm going to take the head with me. Fair enough. It'll come in handy later. But it seems that even fighting this screaming demon up in the corner of the camp hasn't really raised the alarm. Wow. Huh. We're going to sit down and take a very long breather while I heal all of my various broken body parts. <laughs> that sounds reasonable. And uh, we as well are going to take a bit of a breather here as we leave the rest of this mine assault for next week. It's a good start. We've fought two things we didn't know were there <laughs> and have made technically zero progress towards our actual plan to hey, deal with the things that we saw. No, dinosaur, dinosaur is secured. He does appear to be able to just break the walls of the cage. But, and, well, and one but they can't open it. They can't so open it. They can't unleash him. As long as we don't bother him, yeah. the That's thing true. will be okay. He has to be mad enough to get out of the cage on his own. They can't unleash him anymore. I ate demon eyeballs. You ate demon eyeballs. Level up. You, or no. just indigestion, one or the yeah, other. Whatever. We're just going to have a really bad day, honestly. Probably Bye. just going to be evil. But, uh... <laughs> no, wait, eating yeah. an angel flesh made you evil. Eating demon, demon flesh, flesh makes you good. good. I'm sure that's how it works. I yeah. hate that logic, but I can't argue with it. <laughs> I don't like how we got here, but I can't Pathfinder argue with Pathfinder 2nd Edition clearly mm. implies mm. that this is the case. So, Chet, everyone, this mine may be a possibly a more difficult fortress to assault than we had uh, anticipated. And we should have just walked in and just started kicking Cinder yeah, Claws. That should have just been the way we do it. In the There's, I, I mean, it would have been way better. I literally think you would have had less trouble just walking in the front door and just starting to kick Cinder Claws in the teeth. I actually think it would have gone better. <laughs> but hey, we live and we learn. And... No, we don't. With some serious concern and near-death experience, we have slain a truly powerful demon. Thank you for hanging out, everyone. Thank you for being here. Appreciate all of your supports. I have another campaign that runs on Mondays. Uh, that starts two hours after this one did, so two hours ago. 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific, over at twitch.tv slash squiddish. Squiddish being uh, this, like it's spelled in the chat there. You can It's that channel. Uh, we're playing the other second edition campaign with Extinction Curse, and we are also fairly early into uh, Chapter 2 of that one as well. So if you want to see a much less serious party literally clown at a bunch of weird things, uh, that's happening. Otherwise, we'll see you guys next week. Good night, everybody. We did good. No one died. Yep. <laughs>